Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 109. I'm Graham, I'm here with Luke, Cody, Richie, and we have, uh, he's a superstar movie star guy now, uh, Chris Ayusa. It's like he's a new person, though. Graham? Graham. Joshua, you mother... Fucker, do you do it on purpose? I need to know. I need no, to it's know. Just, it's Dude, just he, fucks autopilot. Off, he fucks it up every time. He, uh, he does, every at this point, time. he does it on purpose. No, it has to be. There's no fucking way no. that you screw it up that with, bad. With, with how done. many times Chris has been on and how many times we've talked about him, you have fucked up even... every single time and you have been corrected every single Cody, time. Cody, Cody broke it down and like gave me exactly <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just I just see it, and I think Ayusa. I don't think yeah, Ayashi. Yeah, that's there's no, uh, that, that's there's no, no what it's on. I'm changing it. It's gonna be Ayusa. That's what it's gonna be from now on. Then, <laughs> then Graham will fuck it up. <laughs> no, because if, if you just start fucking type it out and like yes, yeah. type it like it should be said, then Listen, I'll never. I, I didn't. I didn't fucking make the name. Okay, I, I know you did. It, so it is what it, my whole life. <laughs> My whole life, it's been like I don't just don't even try. It's Chris. Just leave it at Chris. <laughs> anyway, we have Chris Ayashua on. Hey, hey. He did it. I'm a big boy now. See, I think we were we were meant we were talking about you last night. Uh, with with me, Sean, and JB were standing around his green Jeep, and we're because uh, we were talking about the truck. Uh, yep. And, and I said it wrong, and they corrected me then too. It's just, yeah, did, yeah. it's just in yeah, my brain. Sean, Sean, knows, Sean knows how to say it, and and JB as well. So yeah, it's, it's nailed into my head. It's it's wrong, but it's cool. it's it is what it is. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, Cody and uh and Richie seem pretty bent out of shape. But I can't get it right. It's just because you know I try so hard to try to just help you out and it's like you yeah. spit me in the face every single time it's just like what did cody say ah fuck that guy i just get offended for chris like on his behalf just because of how many times it's fucking happened listen i don't have feelings so you won't hurt him so like you literally can't say anything to hurt my feelings so it doesn't matter it doesn't no man, like the first dozen times, like okay, maybe <laughs> fucking retarded, but yeah, yeah. after that, we still love him. He's like the retarded brother you didn't want. Love it, love it. So, Mister Movie Star Extravaganza had his whole little interview and everything. So, let's start off with who were you supposed to replace? I need to know the. So, Al- Alan Alvarez, I think I believe is his name. Uh, it's the Spanish guy with the big glasses. Yeah, didn't uh, so the he, second episode. No, it, uh, yeah, I watched the second yeah. episode. Well, yeah. clearly, you didn't watch it close enough because they, ex- so, they explained it there. Oh, I skipped so the talking did, part. I just went so straight what to happened, So what happened was, is he texted um, Marvin. His Jeep was, his stickies weren't in. So he was missing his tires. Um, and he, he was doing something. I don't think he could get the Jeep to run. He was, he was... Um, uh, he had some issues with the Jeep. I don't remember exactly what the issues were. So Bob texted... This is what we'll start at the beginning, beginning. Bob texted me on Thursday night. It was like probably like 4 o'clock. And he said, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, going to work. So he's like, do you want to do 24 Hell and Back? I'm like, you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah, not I was going like, to work. <laughs> I was like, actually, because the weekend before was Fall Crawl. I'm oh, like, Jesus. my JK is fucking torn apart. 
Because my steering box, I blew the sector shaft seal again. One of the bearings let go of my steering box. So I'm like, um, I my box is I didn't finish taking it apart. It's like half apart. So Craven, being you know the crazy bastard that he is, is like, fuck it, let's do it. So we drop the box, get everything pulled apart. Now it's like ten o'clock, and uh, nothing's open, of course. So we're like, well, whatever, we'll go to sleep and uh, get up in the morning. I had to work. I had no choice. So Craven ran down to Eastern Bearing. Uh, they didn't have the bearing in Lemons there. He had to drive all the way to Bedford, New Hampshire, which is another, oh, like, shit. hour and a half north. And I'm still at work. I just gave him a pile of cash, and I'm like, just get stuff. Make it work. <laughs> so I got out of work at, like, 1 o'clock. I squeaked out a little bit early because I went in at, like, you know, 3 or 4 in the morning. I squeaked out a little early and came. And Craven was just getting back. So we threw. I had to be there by 5 o'clock. If I didn't make the deadline at 5 o'clock on Friday, I wasn't in. So we fucking rushed, get the Jeep back together. I hook up the trailer, and Craven's bleeding the, the steering box and everything. It moved the leaking. I'm like, Whoa, we're going to fucking send it. So I loaded on the trailer. We got up there at like 4, 4 or 4.15. So we just made the deadline of, of, of it. And uh, Bob said, yeah, you know, you're in if you can come. And kind of like punching around a little. And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. If me and Craven can make it happen, we'll make it happen. And, hey, try to be uh, try to be more consistent to your mic. Sorry, I'm just saying my mic's being fucker retarded. Um, so I was like, yeah, just just kind of you know send it if we can make it, and we got there. Uh, thanks to Bob and Al uh, Allen or whatever his name was, the Spanish guy said he still wasn't coming uh, Friday night. So I was the I was the filling, and we got everything situated. Did our uh, video intros and and all that good schnaz, and then at, when we were done the intros. Marvin gets a text that Alan's going to make it, but he'll be there at like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. in the morning. So he's oh. from, I believe, his Jeep was in Maryland. I, I don't know where, he, he's not a citizen. I think he's, uh, he's on a visa. I think he's mm -hmm. from Costa Rica. I don't know where he's from. Uh, so he's got, he bought the uh, Genrite JK. That JK oh. is badass. Coilovers, like Genrite frame, like that, that's, a, that's a badass JK. Oh, yeah. And um, so he ended up coming. So Marvin just said, fuck it. We'll have one extra person. Hmm. So I ended up, we ended up having like whatever it was, nine or ten. I don't even remember the people then, nine or ten. And uh, I ended up being the, the extra. So um, it worked out good. I got to go. And then we went home and slept. And we went back up there Saturday morning because I wasn't going to crash because uh, I sold my crawler hauler. Um, so I didn't have my camper anymore because the JK doesn't fit on the crawler hauler. Um, How, dang! I wish I knew you were gonna sell that, but I can't. Yeah, so I, I sold it to one of the. I sold it to one of one of my buddy, one of my buddy Shane, who's he's another uh, buggy guy. Uh, gotcha. He has it behind his truck, so I sold that because the JK. Literally, when I put the JK on the back, I had the back of the truck went up two inches. So if you know anything about tongue weight, that doesn't work. Yeah. So, like, literally, it was almost picking up the back of the truck. So I'm like, shit, this isn't gonna Wait, work. Your JK's heavier than your your other rig. Oh yeah, my JK's six thousand pounds. Oh wait, never mind. That makes yeah. No, I forget that the two buggy. The two buggy yeah. was uh, the two buggy was forty, uh, forty six, forty six seventy or something like that. Damn, that's low. So I'm like, yeah, I was yeah. I'm a I'm a big. It's a big difference. The JK's should big girl. Jeez. So yeah, we we so we got. We got up there, we, we made it up Saturday, and then uh, did all the camera stuff, and I think we were rolling around 9. They 
you know, gave us our watches and what you guys saw on the episode, if you watched the episode. And then they, uh, I didn't know what trails we were running because I was kind of a fill-in. So I had no fucking clue what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we started lining up, Bob said, you're going to be the first guy on Sucker Punch on DOTs. I was the <laughs> only guy on DOTs. Everyone else had stickies. Uh, it was the buggies. Matt was in his full-blown rock bouncer from Busted Knuckle with 43-inch stickies and a 700-horsepower LS. Uh, yeah, the white rig. The white rig, the white rig yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt Mirick from Busted Knuckle. Then, um, then they had the Flex Rocks and Rollovers, Marvin, with his, uh, is that a, I don't know if that is, Jeep, a Jeepster? Yeah, uh, Jeep, Jeep, Jeep face or whatever. The, it's got a name. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what they call it. I don't know if it's called. Is it a Jeepster or is it? I think a, it's a Jeepster. I think I, so. I'm not. It's such a stupid. I thought it was a commander. I think it's a, no, maybe, maybe it's a commander. commander. I don't I even. Thought know. It was. So I thought it was. That's probably a Jeepster, wouldn't it? Because it's got the same body lines. I think it's a Jeepster. So that's I didn't on know 40, Jeepster existed. Yeah, that's on forty-two inch reds. Um. Then the there was that um. You see Buggy. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'm, I'm trying to blank now her name. She crawl. Yeah, she crawls on Instagram. Uh, she had a two-seat buggy at rear steer. Um, mm-hmm. Then there was a, a stretch TJ to like a 116-inch wheelbase that was on 42-inch reds um, that's good friends with um, Marvin. He flew mm-hmm. out from the Pacific Northwest. So he was out here. Uh, like I said, Matt with 43 inch stickies on his, um, the guy, John, who was really cool. He was a super awesome with the orange Hemi swapped, um, JKU. It's got a five, seven Hemi, 42 inch reds. Uh, then Brandon Trump in the badass Toyota, my favorite rig of the whole thing, the clapped out Toyota on 37 inch stickies, uh, with toy axles. Uh, that was my, my favorite rig, uh, by far. Um, that was just he, he he beat that thing pretty good. So he did a lot of a lot of cool stuff with that thing. Uh so I think that was it, right? Alan Alan with the Genray JK and um uh Bailey, uh, Andrew Bailey ended up not making it. Uh he had some work stuff he had to do, the other guy from Flex Rocks and Rollovers. Uh the camera crew was nuts. Like we had four drones, four drones and six full time photographers. Can we talk about something really quick about those drones? Yes. What in what world did they think leaving the drone audio buzzing in those overshots was I'm the right amazed. idea? So the so if you look at the intro, like uh, the first episode, I believe, um, the guy came from I think it was in Keen or I can't remember where the guy's from. But if you watch the first drone, like the first, first episode, when we yep. actually show all the rigs, this guy does the Cadillac commercials. He was the, like the reindeer on the Cadillac. So he has a four foot drone. Jesus. And he does like, he does some like badass like photography with the drone. Then they had, he had backpack drones, like five or six backpack drones. Yep. On his backpack. He just like let them go up and they would like follow around him. So, like, they were flying in between us. Like, he did some pretty cool shots uh, in between my Jeep. And he went, when I was sitting in my seat, he flew in between. It was me and Mikey was my passenger. So he flew in between us sitting in our seat. Like, he went, wow. it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool. The guy was, the guy was badass. He went, like, in the passenger, then out the roof. So he was, he was, pretty, he was pretty badass for sure. So he did some awesome, you know. But, yeah, the sounds and stuff were, I was amazed to hear the 
Uh, yeah, the, I think the, uh, drones. There's not much you can do. I mean, if they're trying to get the sound of the no, just rigs. overlay, just overlay a different video sound. Listen, some no. some guy did the editing, and I want to say Germany. Because I think Marvin's from Germany or Austria, like Austria or something like that. Yeah. Like some, it got sent out to like different places. Marvin didn't have time, or I don't know if he has the software. I don't know how it works to like do all the editing. So this got huh. sent out, sent out to somebody else, and he had a bunch of other events going on. So I'm assuming he just didn't have the time to to do all the editing. So it gotcha. got sent out. So and and I didn't know they actually rent their cameras. So I guess you wow. can't keep up with technology because the cameras are so expensive. Some of mm-hmm. those cameras were, you know, like probably a hundred grand. You know what I mean? Jesus. Like some of these cameras were they yeah, were the nuts. red red cats yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, like, like I, I don't even know what yeah. they are. But I guess like every six months a new version comes out or something like that. So yeah. they literally just rent and they ship all the cameras to the location they're going to. Yeah, there's there's liquid cooled 16k cameras now. Dude, they're the, nuts. The, like, it's it's insane. So I could definitely see why they would rent them. But God, you, dude, I can't even imagine if that. If you that's see that like if you like look at the quality of those pictures, and like I have, I must have like uh, five or six Google drives of photos that he sent me. Like Marvin put them up, and your names on there, and you click on your name, and there's a bunch of pictures of your rig, and mm-hmm. then you click on everyone else's name, their rig is like group pictures and blah 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 and all that stuff. So we don't have the videos yet. I'm assuming that's going to happen at the end. But you're going to get all the videos of the event. We're going to get all the actual shots we can download. So that's, question so for you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, finish what you were saying. I, I, my brain. Um, so is, as you were saying, like you were the only rig on, uh, on DOTs. Was there any trails that you guys went down that beforehand you had been like, yeah, fuck no, I'm not bringing my rig up that. Well, the only reason I really went is Bob. So yep. Bob said, hey, Chris, do you want to come? And I'm like, well, not really. I kind of want to keep the JK pretty. And yep. I said, if it's, if it's Helen back, you're probably going to run some good trails. And he wouldn't tell me what trails. Uh, um, he just said two reds. And I'm like, oh, fucking reds. And I feel the forest. And DOT's in a full-body JK. You, not a little JK, a, a full-blown four-hour JK. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, it is what it is. I said, you know. He's like, I, I really like to see you there. And I'm like, well, well, fuck Bob ass. We'll send it. So that's, that's just, you know, Bob asked to do it. So whatever. It is what it is. So we, to go forward a little bit, we start, you start at like eight or nine. I can't remember the exact time we started. And then it was eight or nine. And we went forward through like uh, to the trailer parking. And then we went over to um, like a blue trail. And we ended up on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So Elm Street, if Graham... Graham knows knows Elm Street. I don't know if you guys have seen it, if Lucas has actually like seen Elm Street. Um, that's pretty gnarly for uh, a streetable rig. Yeah, Elm Street is is not a is not a very easy thing. Is that so the, one I, with the tree that everybody got caught up on. So yeah. that's the one. Yeah, the K-pop. Yeah, one. yeah. So that's the one where like Matt like backed down the obstacle, then reclimbed the other side because he was way over on the left, back down, then reclimbed the right. Yeah, uh, that is a. Yeah, that's a gnarly trail. So the the beginning of it, it was uh, Paul Barnes, uh, my buddy from Rockaholics. Paul was in the front, yes. and we're Eugene Whitaford. Yeah, Eugene was the Whitaford was the uh, was the was the gunner. So it went Paul, Marvin, me. I love I'm the third. I'm the third person in the video. It's funny. Uh, one of the guys was like, 
yeah, I'm just going to try to walk straight up this. He's like, this is way easier than trying to cross it. And then you see Paul do it, and he makes it look so fucking easy. Yeah. He goes up, Paul rear steers it, just driver. crawls it over, hits the tree, yeah. turns it a little bit more, and then just yeah, walks Paul up the rest of it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Paul, Paul Barnes might be the best driver that I know. Paul is a insane driver. Like, he's just anything that guy, that kid touches. Like, anything, put him on a dirt bike, anything he touches. He's an insane driver, rider. He's just... He's a good all around. He's an awesome guy. Paul's awesome. Sick. So to have him and TJ was the um, passenger for Paul and TJ hats off to TJ. I mean, he ran, he had one of those like uh, little Fitbit watches or whatever the hell they are there. And uh -huh. I think he did 20, 27 miles. We did wow. 1.6 miles in the rigs. That's it. That's a lot of fucking driving at Field and Forest though. Yeah, well, wait, a 1.6. So we went in Elm Street right before the K-Pile climb is that badass rock section there, like the rock crawl, like rock crawl section. And that was, that was pretty gnarly. Uh, that took us probably, mm, I'm going to say, an, uh, two hours, three hours to get through that section to get to the K-Pile climb. And, and have uh, you watched the, the, the actual video as well? Yeah, I watched it. On okay, so I guess we'll, I'll let you run through but i do want to hear like the difference between like the shots that they show and like the reality of what was going on i always find that like cool. so if you if you know elm street like when you come into elm street there's a pretty gnarly rock section so when you come in you start to bank to the left and it drops down and at humble pie last year i almost rolled my buggy in there i was up on two tires and if you fall you do a two complete like rolls and you end up down in like a little bit of a muddy area on the bottom and i went as far passenger as I could to get away from that because I knew what happens if you go too much driver, you get yep. fucked. And my JK is long. It's big. Like it's got a full body. It's a full body JK. It's not dubbed or anything like that. So to get through there was, was a little suspect. And we ended up using my own winch on my cage to pull me down a little bit because it was getting, I had about three feet under the tire, uh, on the rear tire on the passenger side. Damn. So it was getting, it was, it was getting pretty gnarly in the back. So we, um, Got through there, and it was. I expected the the buggy guys to like fly through it, and they didn't. You know, Matt. If you, it doesn't show Matt going through there. It looks like on the video he went really fast, and he didn't. He flogged around a lot in the beginning, like getting through there. And it was it was kind of entertaining to watch because I went through there with my buggy ten, fifteen times. I don't even know how many times I've been through that trail, and I'm like, oh, wow, I did better than he did. And it's, you know, $150,000 rock bouncer. You know, yeah, they don't know the I, I love, I love looking for the cuts, stuff. right? You can always tell yeah. when they cut. It'll just be like the strange, like, it'll be an action shot, but then they'll cut. And suddenly yeah, yeah. they'll be, they'll be so, five like, feet ahead. You're like, oh, so that took a minute. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't show you that, like, we were on that obstacle for hours. Yeah, so, I love picking <laughs> those things apart. I love it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty gnarly on that section. So, you know, he got through pretty pretty effortlessly we're not going to say very because yeah. i expected him to just bunk i mean he's seven horsepower 43 he's like i expected him to whiz right through there um i can't remember her name again my, my brain just a la la land she crawls is her instagram i know that but i don't know her name so she was a little nervous because it's really off camber and she had a small wheelbase and a little two-seat buggy um yeah, what she went, were, were they 37s or 39s reds Okay, okay. 39 red. Yeah. So they were yeah, they were it was struggling. It was almost like yeah, it, it just wasn't the right wheelbase. So she's also uh I think she's only a year uh she's only had that buggy for a few months. I think oh, she's like okay. a year a year or two into wheeling. She's not like she's still green. 
So, like, you know, this is her first real competition, uh, and she's never really oh, had yeah, a buggy so like nerves that. And so, like, is... No, yeah, no. And, and, like, you're still learning the buggy, and it was rear yep. steer, so there's, you know, there's a lot going on there. So she got through, and Brandon, you know, huge show. Brandon was awesome. Brandon Trump was he was he was one of my favorite parts uh, of the show because he would just third gear dump it like he drove like Luke. He would just <laughs> bah, 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 and then he would just hit. He, he didn't, I, I loved watching Brandon. Uh, they didn't show a lot of rev rev bombing in uh, the video. I was like, what's and they didn't show any of the heckling. And you, if you guys know me good enough, like, oh, there yeah. was plenty of heckling. You know, they, oh yeah, they, you were all really sitting up there at the top. <laughs> yes, heckling. Like I'm like, why? Why doesn't it show any of us make fun of? You can so, hear uh, you, know, you can hear a little bit of your heckling, but I didn't hear anybody else really. Oh no, we were. My Marvin's like, oh, I love it. I love that you guys are giving him shit, and I love that this is happening, and I love this, and I love that. And I'm like, oh, oh well, put, I expected some of it to be in there, because uh, the the Elm Street that was the most heckling I did the whole the whole event was sitting <laughs> on top of that rock there because I didn't know how long it was going to take. I thought we'd be out of that trail in an hour and a half. Like I, I'm like, okay, we're gonna go do like five trails. Like, no, no, nay, nay. <laughs> that is not the case with the film crew setting up, and this is during the day. Yeah, you know, we're only a couple hours into it, and then we get to the K-pop climb, and those guys are like, "Well, what do you do?" And you're like, "We well, you start on the left, go up halfway, turn right, then turn left," and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Watch Paul, he'll do it," and he like effortlessly like goes up there and does it, and then like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's what you gotta do. And they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what you gotta do. And uh, I still have a stock cage. I'm just putting a winch on and dragging up the right side. I was like, I don't have a, and I'm in a JK. So that's just not happening. So yeah. I, I drug mine up and everyone tried. And uh, Matt is the only one that really made both sides. Uh, Zach in the race car uh, broke an axle shaft and ended up yeah, breaking. That's he like broke a locker. He actually broke the locker. So SNS, SNS, the SNS housing was a half an inch. Something was wrong with the measurements. There was a half an inch more shaft he needed on the, on the uh, driver's side. So the, sh the shaft wasn't all the way in the carrier. Oh, so it, so it actually uh, broke. It actually broke the Detroit. So the damn. Detroit broke and it was so violent when it broke, it actually cracked a 1550 and a half. Wow. So it was such a big shock load when the tire broke that it cracked the 1550. Holy you shit. Right, right in there. He was like, like, they were hot. If you watch him do, I don't know if it showed a video of him doing a second gear tire burn with, uh, with the red zone. He actually borrowed. I mean, it showed him doing the, the burn, the dig, front dig. Yeah. I don't think so he borrowed Mark. Those were Mark St. Germain's tires. I picked those tires up the week before in Jersey from Mark's new buggy. And I, I don't know if Marvin told Zach he could go only if he had reds on it or how that worked. But uh, he put the 42-inch reds on there, and the traps were on the trailer. So he didn't run the traps on the, on the, the race car. Um, so he broke. So I, so I joke with Zach all the time. I'm like, you only did a four-hour. <laughs> you forgot the two in front of it. So uh, he didn't do the whole thing. And he bailed, oh, was he, like, he was out after that then? Yeah, he was out. Yep, he was Ugh, that sucks. So I said, well, I can go home now because my only goal was to beat the race car, and I beat the race car. So <laughs> that's it. I can now, I can now go home. The $100,000 race car broke, and the PGT JK is still going. So I said, I can go home now. I can go home. And we were just joking around the whole time. So he went back to camp, tried to fix it, didn't know the locker was broken this time. And then uh, he ended up walking out later, and uh, he, he walked back and forth a bunch of times. And he actually got sleep, the fucking asshole. So we didn't we didn't get to sleep. So we went 
up the K-Pow climb. And as soon as you get to the top of the K-Pow climb, we took, I think it's safe word. It's a blue. We took that over to pinball, dropped in pinball kind of backwards through like a, a small section, probably 30 to 50 yards, and then went right to Sucker Punch. So we got to Sucker Punch, I'm guessing around lunchtime. And mm-hmm. we left Sucker Punch at 4 a.m. Wow. So, yeah. we. So I have never been on that trail that long in my life. Um, you got punch a lot of people is, and a lot of camera stuff. I, I, yeah. I don't expect to trail. see that many trails from Field and Forest in 24-hour so, hour and back. No, just because so of you're, yeah, you're going to see... You're going to see part of Elm Street, not even half. We did the rock crawl section and the big climb. You're not going to see Jacob's Ladder. You're not going to see any of the, any of the gnarly You're going to see us. It's not even going to show us cutting through Safe Word because that's a blue. Yeah. But it's not going to show us dropping into pinball backwards because that's a black, but you're not going into it the right direction. Mm-hmm. You're just dropping out one little rock. So it's going to show us on Sucker Punch. We did 1.6 miles in 24 hours. So at around 4 a.m., they wanted to have sunrise on at Bunghole. So I'm like, you guys know what that trail consists of? So I'm like, whatever. So we, we get done Sucker Punch. It's about 3.45, almost 4 o'clock in the morning. And then um, we didn't do the whole Sucker Punch. We, we ended up bailing at one of the big climbs. And they asked, uh, you want to do big balls drop? And I said, no. I am not doing big balls drop. <laughs> I, the JK? I, no. I have a JK with a stock cage. I, I'm not. I, oh, it doesn't, God, it doesn't make that sense hurt. to go down there. That no, would you, fucking you, you, hurt. No, no, you can't do it. There's, there's no, it's, it's not an option. Have you seen those oh, drops, Cody? I, so I haven't been there in person, but like watching okay, the, 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 I know You don't know, but it doesn't do it justice. No, but no, no. I understand what it is. I'm not saying I know exactly what it is. I'm just saying I understand what the drop is. I don't care what the rigs were with winches on me. I said no. I, I'm going. So there's a big climb on Sucker Punch called the Sucker Punch Climb. And they were all flogging around on that. And the JK, um, I'm sorry, the TJ stretched to an LJ. Uh, the guy from the Pacific Northwest. He was yeah. pounding on it, pounding on it, pounding on it. Brakes for rear axle shaft. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. That's going to be a while. I don't know. Um, so he broke an action. The video didn't show. Actually, now you say that. Did it show that John broke an axle shaft in the video? I forgot about that. The, the orange JKU. What the hell? Yeah, um... Did it show him breaking? He ended up breaking an RCV in the front. Oh, shit. I don't think it so, said that. I think there okay, was so he ended up of an axle shaft, but so he broke. He ended up breaking an outer RCV in that uh, in that O five plus Super Duty. I don't know. I mean, in like the first ten minutes, not, like no, the first like fifty feet of the trail. Oh, so he yeah. ended up he ended up breaking. He John was awesome. He was a super cool guy. He ended up breaking there, and then we got through the rest of the rest of Elm Street with no brakes. Of his axe disintegrating of a locker on the top of the uh, on top of the climb. Then we got to Sucker Punch, and when you have you done Sucker Punch, Graham? I have not. So you drop in; it's a mean hill down. Then there's a hard driver is like ninety left that drops down another five feet, and that whole ki- section's really, really off camber. Mm-hmm. So I knew, like, momentum's kind of key, and just kept mine rolling because like, I know I know the trail well. So I kept it kind of bouncing and bopping, bang, crash. You'll hear a lot of that in the videos. Yep. 
of me going through. And I knew to go really high on the next session. And the guys didn't know that. And I was trying to tell them that, but they all fell into the trees. So we ended up, that corner took us like three hours on that one little corner. Oh, because um, you have to like get them out of the trees and yes, yes, yeah, we had a winter tree out of the way. Then John's <laughs> rig's really heavy, he's almost like 7,000 pounds in that heavy AKU. And we had to like winch stuff around. Then we got the gene pool, and I was like, just hook up cable, I'm not even gonna get on that. Like, no <laughs> one, no one made that. Matt was Matt was the only chance of someone making it. He probably spent a half hour trying to make gene pool, and he didn't make it. Jesus. And he was he was beating that thing. Like I don't know what they're gonna show in the video, but he was pounding that thing. And he eventually just gave up. He's like, "Yeah, I'm done," and just kind of gave up. So we got down the big drop after that, and that's when you're gonna see the video of me banging rev limiter because I got hung up. And Eugene's busting my balls. He's like, "I have it," and I punched it. And the damn fancy JKUs with the computers. So when I punched it, I thought I was in because that Jeep's automatic. I thought I was in manual one, but I was in drive. So once I punched it, it grabbed second gear, and the thing started going like full driver, full passenger, like chatter. And I'm like, oh, go. like by the time I hit the brake, the thing was already like pop, 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 side to side. And Eugene's like, don't do that. I'm like, well, it didn't break. I'm surprised. But I uh, <laughs> didn't expect that. But my tires were so sticky at that point, and Paul Barnes was doing the seesaw push behind me, and he got me oh, to yeah. fall off of it. He did that a couple times for me, yeah. the seesaw push, and uh, got me off of it. And then you go down to the rock crawl section, and I ended up kind of crunching my tub on the um, passenger side. I actually, above the corner armor, it just cr it creased the whole, like where your soft top locks in. It bent oh, that yeah. in like two inches. So that whole seam got cracked. Um, like all the paint chipped off the whole top of the seam of the armor. I guess that, that's that was the my, end of the world. No, but that was like the real dance. Like I ripped the flare off. You guys saw in the first video, yeah. and then our uh, second video. I'm sorry, and then I end up kind of crunching. But that guy with the TJ ends up breaking his windshield, fucking up his windshield frame, and that gets everybody. Allen ends up losing the quarter panel on his because that Genrite, that Genrite uh, JK, the khaki one, is five thousand pounds, which is amazing for a one ton JK. You, mm. that's like unheard of. But everything on it is aluminum, and there's no skids. On the like, no armor, I'm sorry, no armor on the whole Jeep. Mm. So, like, no armor, no corner armor, like, nothing. It's like super lightweight, it's all gutted on the inside to keep it just light. crinkles. It, it literally, so, he got his he got his rear quarter pretty good, and it just folds it, the whole time he's oh. on it, it, just folds. So, he got he was kind of a, he got kind of emotional because he was tired and he got kind of emotional at that point. So, yeah, he touched that. He mentioned he didn't want to crush the doors in the first video. Yeah. Like, and he, I don't yeah, know he ripped the taillight off. Yeah, he ripped the taillight off. And I'm like, well, you're the dumbass that doesn't have armor on it. Like, who doesn't have armor and come those red trails? Like, what are you doing? Like, I crushed my body and I have 316 armor all over the side. Like, and I still crushed the body on mine. You know, I, I actually, the cage was so wedged against that tree, it was pinging and popping on the body of the JK. I was waiting for, like, one of the bolts to break. Because you could hurt oh, the whole Jesus. Jeep twisting and me and Mikey were like, hmm, this is either going to go good or bad. I'm surprised the windshield didn't because the body was twisting so much. I'm like, oh. Wow. So we eventually got off that, got through the rock section. I didn't do the, I didn't do the sucker punch climb because that was <laughs> not in there. It was wet. No one made it but Matt. Matt came up with Mr. Rock Bouncer over here. And I said, you're going to have to hit that thing hard because your tears are all muddy from the bottom. And he hit it 
first and second, first and second, wasn't making it. And I, I said, uh, I think I yelled at him, like, hit it with your purse, or don't be a bitch. And he fucking grabbed third in that thing. That motor, I, I, I've never seen, they're like RC tires. They got about a, six inches taller, because it was full <laughs> throttle. And it, it skated, it skates, you'll see the video, it skates the whole rock, like side to side. You'll hear, listen to it, you'll hear first, second, and watch him grab third in that thing. And it's just full to the cleaner, 7,000 RPM, and then I lost singing. And he makes he makes the obstacle, and I'm like, dude, I have never seen anybody do that like the way he did it. He made the whole rock. He climbed the whole thing. So he got up, and he he didn't go down big balls either. Everyone came out because uh, Marvin said no uh, on the big balls drop because it was too much. Uh, it's it's a, like you see, Graham knows it, it's an and Luke it's a gnarly it's a gnarly drop. Yeah, like if you if you it's screw barely up, a trail. It's barely yeah, you, a trail. Yeah, if you screw up, you're literally ruining. You're gonna ruin. You're gonna ruin whatever falls off that. Like it's not even gonna be a little. It's gonna absolutely ruin whatever falls off that. Yep. So with bodied rigs, I think it's. I told Marvin. I said, honestly, in my eyes, it's stupid to do this with bodied rigs. Like I, I said, I've been here enough in buggies that I literally. I just said. I said I am not doing it. Not like even a little bit. I am not. You could. You guys could not convince or pay me to do it. Because all that's gonna happen is you're gonna ruin the jeep. The Jeep's going to be wrecked. Yep. Going down. There's no if and but around there. It's going to be absolutely wrecked. So we Easy. went around that. And then it's about 4 a.m. now. And we got we started heading over. And then Marvin says, well, we'll lead because Paul Barnes was doing something else. He's like, well, you can lead us. And I'm like, oh, great. And make the JKU when you run DOTs. So he goes, oh, let's just go do Nelson's Crawl. And I laughed. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, it's 4 a.m. We're not going to finish Nelson's Crawl. I said, that trail's going to take it. Look at how long it's taken us to do everything else. So we cut in, we cut in off of Russ's Ridge and ended up doing like one of the drops on Nelson's, went over to uh, Devil's Bungle. Uh, I went around. I said, guys, I'm almost just going to hold you up. Now it's like 5 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, we're rolling no sleep, 20 something hours. I'm like, I'm wiped, dude. I'm going to go around. I'll help winch people up. So they went through there. That took them another couple hours. And Alan ended up breaking a um, breaking a axle shaft. Mm-hmm. So he was full. He was not. He, he doesn't like to listen. He was full driver, winching passenger. So he was okay. fighting the winch the whole time. And okay. literally, we were yelling at him like, "Turn, turn passenger, turn passenger," because he's full driver. And I'm like, "Turn passenger, turn," because the tire was folding in itself. And it snapped yep. the shaft. And I'm like, dude, like, what do you expect? Like, you were fighting the weight of the Jeep, the winch, and the stickies. I'm like, what do you expect? That was just stupidity. So he broke a shaft and we ended up dry- We ended up finishing there. So we finished before Breakover Rock. We didn't even make Breakover Rock. And then we went up Pete's Pass and then went back and everyone ended up leaving. So that's all we did for trails. Like, we did. So, how many that, more um, trails does the Rockaholics cover in a weekend? So when we go, when we go on a regular week, like a regular trail ride. So if like me and a couple of my buddies go out, like me, Sean, Mikey, all that, and the buggies, we go out. We'll do two to three rides in a day, and be back for dinner, and then go back out for a night ride. Like we'll go do the entire ride, like mess around on stuff, do blacks and blues in between there. And still be back before dinner. Like, so we did, I did uh, Humble Pie in nine hours, 
think it was nine hours. That was every red trail at Field and Forest in nine hours. That's crazy. Well, that was every red trail. Not one or two red trails. That was every red trail, start to finish. Damn. Nothing, nothing was, you know, partial or anything like that. It was, it was start to finish on everything. So, like, it, it, it was the camera crew took an hour and a half to set up for big balls drop. An hour and a half? An hour and a half in the intermediate time. And we didn't fucking do it. Oh. I was like, I'm going to punch a baby right now. So <laughs> Jesus I'm, I'm like, dude, we're not doing this right now. And he's like, well, you know, because they set up lights and they had to go get batteries. And they had this and they had that. And I'm like, are, are you fucking kidding me? We're not, we're not doing it right now? He's like, no. I'm like, you, you've got to be shitting me, right? We're literally not doing this right now. So we set up an hour and a half on Big Ball's drop and didn't do the obstacle. I was yeah. like, bro. This what is ridiculous. Guys, what did you guys do while you were while you were waiting for the camera crew to set everything up? Heckle. 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 Yeah. Heckle. Uh, Touch try not to the camera crew. Yeah. <laughs> give give the camera crew shit. Tell them they're tell them they're really slow. Um. Yeah. No. We literally like we're just shooting the shit, and I mean you're meeting new people. Everyone yeah. has a passenger. You know, like you're meeting. You're talking to these guys from all over the country. That don't come up here, so they're asking you about trails and you know this and that, and you get to know them. And they got a they uh, had those like crazy MRE dinners. We actually ate dinner on Gene Pool. That was kind of cool. So we like they had these like you know add water from the jet boil, and they like cooked themselves. They're like like fancy MREs, not like you know oh, not you get like from a military staff. No, like sort of. No, 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 like dude, they were like lasagna. They were like spaghetti and meatballs. They had like chicken cacciatore. Like. Uh, I'm like, wow, these things are pretty crazy. So they had a whole bunch of awesome dishes. Of um, like, so we ended up eating uh, on pretty. Much, I ate on the top of Gene Pool, so it was kind of cool to have food or dinner at like. I think it was midnight at that point, um, and we were eating dinner on top of Gene Pool. Uh, that was definitely the the experience was worth it. Would I do it again with my JKU? Probably not. Uh, I wasn't very smart to bring the clean. <laughs> Rig to there. Um, I didn't have any brakes. Uh, nothing. Nothing broke besides my fender flare. That was the only like catastrophic failure to the rig was the flare, uh, and the dent in the tub. Like I had no drive line brakes. You know my drive shafts, actual e joints, and you know it's a pretty cookie cutter JK on tipper duties. You know, like it's not. So you know, I was actually gonna get back into that because I don't know where we left off. I don't think we talked to you after the Web Wheelers Ball. No, I don't think we did either. So I can. Did we, on, the Web Wheelers we... Ball? I had the JK, right? Hold on, I have one more question about the actual event before we go trailing okay. off into something else. Why did they call it an off-road park when Bob continuously does not want it to be called that? Yeah, so well, yeah. well, he, he, it can't be called that. So it has to it be starts, called. It literally starts the first episode. Starts within two minutes. It goes the sickest off-road park in New <laughs> England or whatever. And it's like it a, Bob calls it an with that park. creepy ass voice. Yeah, <laughs> Bob, Bob calls it an amusement park, but it, it's it's a it's a campground that has wheeling. I think that's how it works for the insurance and stuff. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a campground with full wheeling. Uh, that's mm-hmm. how it works. But Bob, hardcore Bob, he fucking he walked the whole time. He never left us. Twenty four hours he was with us the entire oh, time. On yeah. foot. 
we did it on foot the entire time. He never, he never left us. He literally stayed. I was like, oh, he'll go home and like you know sleep. No, hardcore. He stayed up the whole time and uh, he, he stayed with us. Take that fucking couch out on the trails too. No, no couch. No, he did it on foot with his little walking stick, and he literally stayed up the entire time with us. And uh, I was like, dude, that's that's awesome. Like that, that was dedication, and it showed out good. Like Bob was an awesome guy. I, you yeah, know, Bob yeah. is Bob's one of the best. Like Bob, even if the Bob's are good stories, like Bob's awesome to talk to. So Bob, just having Bob there to heckle and, and to poke everybody, and you know, to poke all of us and get us all going, and it just it, that that parks is definitely one of my favorite parks. Uh, not geared towards the JKU, but you know, it's definitely it's definitely my one of my favorite parks. And it, they're just good people, you know. So, so like Cody had asked though, how they get away with calling it an off-road park when Bob's always it's not an so, off-road Arvin didn't even do a like an introduction with Bob and, and at the end we're like why didn't you like do an intro with Bob he's like the park owner like why didn't you guys have an intro with him in front of like the samurai I'm like why would you not with him and Liza like why did you I not do a my guess is is because they're used to driving somewhere like down south where or and or out west where a out west you really don't have property owners it's owned by the state and down south okay. the property yeah. owners don't really get involved like they do up here like because okay. of our style of property owning and wheeling yeah, is yeah. forced like you like they literally do force the owner to be involved because that makes sense i that's my only guess where like they don't realize how much he does and or they do compared to down yeah, south or out west. I mean, they're doing everything, all the maintenance, all the stuff's getting done. Clubs, and, you know, clubs up here, you know, off road clubs and the NEA and all that stuff. That you can't just go to Field and Forest like on a whim. Like you, yeah, you have to be in a club to go to Field and Forest. You can't just go wheel the trail there, and you'll never know where Field and Forest is. It's like if you know, you know. You're not like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Google Field and Forest, and you know what I mean. Like it's not, you know, you know that that's the only, that's, that's how it works. Kids is. club. Yeah, that's the cool kids club. I mean, I'm pretty sure you things. can Google it, but I don't. I I wouldn't just go there ever. You can't like they won't let you in. Like, you're yeah, not going to get yeah. in. It's just showing up, you're not going to be able to get in. So it's just a, you know, that's a, it's an NEA based thing that you know they want twice a year. They open it up for like wheeling for warriors and yep. and for not for open runs. You know where you can come oh, not crawl, being in a club, like that, yeah. but not being in a club, but it's a charity. Oh, true, true, true. Yep. Yeah, thing that you're doing, so you're at least getting involved in that aspect of it but like yeah you you literally don't know where that no one knows the trails out there like you, you need a map you, we know it because we're locals you know what i mean like that's why marvin was excited to get us because the locals know the trails yep you know what i mean so, we, we know what's going on so just a quick little sidebar here because i was curious so i actually just googled field and forest and the yep. first like three and three to four things that pop up is all about a company that teaches you how to grow your own mushrooms. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not going to get, like, like... The first yeah. four fucking Google results. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, it's not known. And if you just drove up there, you would never pull in. You would never think it's an off-road park. Oh, it no, just it says doesn't look at all. Recreation area. It looks like a campground. You would never yeah. pull in there. Not knowing that, like, the... The hardest New England wheeling is out there. Like yeah. you know, you would never know. You know, and even Marvin and those guys said they admitted that is the hardest twenty-four hell and back to date. They said that. Is, I'm like you, and that we tried to explain cool. to them like you guys didn't even do the hard trails. <laughs> like, 
Like you, know, like you didn't even do like everything sucks. Fuck that trail. I hate that goddamn trail. So like they didn't even see it. Like you guys can't even say it's the hardest trail because you didn't do it. You guys didn't do like any nothing. I'm like you guys didn't do any of the Summit Street, any of this Atomic Wedgie. You guys didn't do any of this. You know, you you didn't do the whole trail M Street. None of we did a small section of it, and then we did three quarters of Sucker Punch. I'm like the hardest part of Sucker Punch is that last quarter. You got the huge drop or little balls, which little balls with a body rig. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You got to go around that tree to get down yeah. that drop. Like you, I would have no JK left. It'd be a, it'd be a, a piece of crapped up paper. Like you, you wouldn't be able to go down that. I'm like you guys didn't even see hard trips. Like so, uh, we appreciate it. And Bob was all you know smiling and giddy about because it. it was you know, the hardest. Show. I'm like you guys didn't even see anything on hard trails. Like yeah, no, no, you guys yeah. no, uh, it's not the hard. It's hard definitely. I, I mean, I don't think Field and Forest has had exposure like that prior to this though so no no and it was it's it's probably an awesome thing for bob and and all that stuff and like literally all the uh the jk homos get all excited so i get like all these instagram friend requests and i'm like who is jeep girl 1010 you know i'm like what i don't know it's like they start following you and i'm like oh your jeep looks sweet i'm like i'm like oh sweet thanks like it's a cookie cutter it it doesn't even have like (laughs) it's got super duties yeah yeah (laughs) that's what i mean like it's got like you know like bolt on stuff like it's a in my eyes it's a basic white bitch, so it's a basic white bitch build. It's a JK on tons and forties. Like you looked so out of place on yeah. N twenty four Helen back, and I I was like wishing you had the buggy because the buggy just would have personified you oh, so much of, better. Of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> but the JK is. I mean, seeing you in the JK and on twenty four hours hella back is. Yeah. is, is oh, no, it it's, has its own it's, sort of comedy to it. I love it. it. Does, yeah, because yeah, because you guys know me. That's the, yeah. That's yeah. the side there that changes it. And like it, again, <laughs> it, it was it was a decision made by me and the family. Uh, I was I always joked around yeah. with Ben when he was building it that like. Hey, keep building my Jeep the right way. And he'd like call me like, "Hey, what do you think about doing this?" I'm like, "No, no, no, do this." Way. I said, "Cause when I buy it, I want it that way, anyways." <laughs> and like we were always joking around back and forth with each other on it. And uh, and then one day it just it came into play, and we were up at uh, the RC Shred the Ledge for the RC event. Yeah. And uh, Ben cut a tire. He cut one of the razors because they have fucking paper sidewalls. He cut one of the razors, and um, he was just so fed up. And the steering box was leaking. That was the f- first rebuilding in the steering box. Uh, and he was just so fed up. He's like, you still want to trade? And I was joking around. I'm like, yeah, sure. And he like threw me the keys. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so like, I went over to Mikey and I'm like, I think I traded my buggy for a JK. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to fuck you up. And I'm like, uh, I think I did. And then like, we then loaded mine on his trailer. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we really did this. So I'm like, well, apparently we're doing this right now. So wait, like we trained. Wait, he just started loading up your rig on his I know, trailer. So he said, "He goes, right, we're doing this right," and we shook hands, and that was fucking it. So we, <laughs> that was that, that was that's, that's awesome. pretty much all she wrote. And then Ben kept it, and I took. I went home. He stayed two more days at the RC event. We were just doing rides. That's why I was up there. Uh, he stayed, and I just um, yeah, I, I came home with a JK. I text my wife. I'm like, you're either going to love me or hate me, but I brought a JK home and check my stuff buggy. I'm like, well, that's in Connecticut. Um, and we kind of own the JK now. So you fuck with me. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not. That's so hilarious. I said, uh, yeah, here's a JK. And then the following weekend, 
we saw you guys at um, Roush. Yep. Which I, I still I didn't it. believe you, even seeing it directly in front of me. Yep. Well, the buggy was there too, which made it even funnier because it's like, yeah. nah, it's full of shit. He's just driving someone else's rig. Oh, I was one hundred percent serious. And I, I was, I was wanting to get the kids involved uh, more in this, and um, you know, you know, kind of going forward in that case, and just getting stuff, you know, to move forward. So I was like, I want to get the kids involved. I want a back seat. And Mike is like, yeah, fuck it, let's cut the back of the buggy off and put a seat back there. And I'm like, hey, like, I don't want him doing those kind of trails yet because, like I said. My oldest is nine, my youngest is six, and my daughter is going to be eight. I'm like, they're still little. Like, they like to, you know, going to get ice cream and, and doing all that uh, kind of gay stuff. No, uh, I think, honestly, I think it was a really good option, especially with you wanting to get them more involved. I think this was absolutely the best decision you've made towards that, for no, sure. No, and I think, yeah, I think it's more geared more towards the family side of it. And uh, it, there's, a, there's a little more to that as well. Uh, I actually sold my house, and uh, <laughs> Graham probably knows because I, I know. no longer have a dually. So, like, Graham knows because I no longer have a dually, but I, I sold my, my dually, and I sold my house, and I, I bought Sean's, uh, Sean Pierce's Overland trailer, and I'm actually moving to Arizona. So, what the fuck? <laughs> so what? I actually leave whoa, July 1st. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I mean, I get it. I kind of get it. You were talking about this before, but, like, yeah. do you just, like, live by the seat of your pants or seat of your pants? No, I, I, am, I, am not a seat, I am not a seat of my pants person. Uh, and having kids and all that stuff, I am not a seat of my pants uh, guy. I don't jump to conclusions and just jump to things. And we were at the shop one day, and I was talking about, we were talking about moving, and uh, my buddy Matt was at the shop, and uh, I said, joking around, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sell the house. He goes, I'll buy it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, didn't think anything of it. And then the following day, he goes, yeah, I got pre-approved for the house. And I'm like, pre-approved for what? What are you talking about? He's like, I'll buy the house. And I'm like, well, we didn't even talk about money. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'll buy it. And I was like, okay. So then I like, talked to my wife about it, and she goes, hey, you know, now's the opportunity. And then I was talking to Mikey, and his uncle uh, runs a chemical plant out in uh, Gilbert, Arizona. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I said, I always wanted to go out there. And he goes, yeah, we're looking for drivers, blah, blah, blah. So I actually said, well, I talked to the wife a little more about it. I'm like, hey, I got a job lined up. And then I was talking to Tyler Herlock uh, about it. And I was like, hey, he goes, hey, he goes, you got a job down here at Caterpillar if you want a job down here. And I'm like, oh, okay. He sent me a bunch of like resume stuff to fill out and all that. He goes, yeah, dude, you'll fit right in. He goes, I, I have a job lined up for you here. I'm like, well, I think that was near Mesa. And I'm like, well, that kind of works. And then we joked around, and I was like, well, when do you want to leave? And she goes, well, you we want the kids to finish school? And they're out, like, you know, June 23rd or June 28th. When it's subject to change. And I said, how about we do July 1st? And uh, she goes, all right. And I said, I got a crazy idea. You're going to love this. I said, I'm going to buy an Overland trailer. She goes, okay, sounds good. Didn't even finish what I was saying. I said, we're going to travel around the country for two months, and then we're going to find out where we want to live, whether it's Arizona or not. I said, but we're going to travel around like you know, Colorado, Wyoming. I want to go to Oregon. I've done it a bunch. My wife's never done it. So I want to go yeah. to Oregon, Washington, California. I'm going to hit every major state park. Um, and we're going to pick a bunch of stuff for the kids to do and all that. So we're going to live out of this Overland trailer for two months. And yeah, then we're going to crash. Awesome, dude. Yeah, we're going to crash. I think it's going to end up being in, uh, in Arizona. So uh, that's, that's probably where we're going to end up crashing. I've got some stuff I don't really want to get too far into on the podcast, just because it doesn't really matter that much. Nope, but uh, 
Huh? I said, so just don't bring it up. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, don't say it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. But um, the move was that we made was definitely a good call. Um, I've got some regrets about moving, but at the same time, like, I had to do it to just get away from being in that area for as long as I was. Um, I'm the same way, yeah. You know, and it's it's been good. Um, you know, if you end up swinging through Smoky or the Smoky National Park, let us know and we'll make some sauce to, peppers. Sounds good. I wanted to do that Pigeon Forge uh, Jeep thing with Craven this year, so I'll probably be end up going God. down there. Pigeon Forge is fucking gay. That's gay. We're going to do the Jeep thing with Craven, the kids and all He's that stuff. He's got a JK. And all he fits he right stuff. in now. All the JK homos. Damn, so Mikey really must feel like you backstabbed the shit out of him, you know? <laughs> he built yeah. his TJ to, you know, to like to hang out with your ring. YJ, and, bro. YJ, YJ. YJ. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And then you were like, you know, ah, fuck it, I'm buying a JK. So then you go and buy a JK. So then, then he's like, all right, at least it's still on tons. He can still kind of hang. And then you were like, you yeah. know, honestly, fuck you, I'm moving to Arizona. Like, poor <laughs> dude really is just gonna, yeah. like, you know, he just lost his home. I, I love I love Mikey. He's like my brother. It's hundred percent. He'll always be my brother. No fan butt around there. Uh, he knew. He knew. He said, "Congratulations. You know, you do what you want to do." And he supports me no matter what. So that's that's awesome. That's good. True friends right there. And it's just a. Uh, it's it's he's still family regardless. You know, my yeah, kids call him Uncle Mikey and all that stuff. <laughs> and I said, I said, Mikey, whenever you want to come to Arizona and go wheeling, I said you got a spot. I'll put a fifty amp break. Like you got your power out here. You can get everything done, dude. Like whatever you want to do, you always have a spot here. I said, I'm going to be five and a half hours from Moab, um, four and a half hours from Johnson Valley. Uh, like, I'm going to be near everything. So, mm. like, Rouch Creek is Moab. That's pretty crazy. Really cool. Yeah, so like yeah. that, and like, DV's even closer. You know what I mean? I go up to Johnson Valley, and I can go to Hammers, because I'll be working in a total different field, so I won't be doing winters like I am now. So I'll be able to actually go to Hammers in 2024 and have my JK out there. Like, I'm like, you know, what? It, it was all a step in the right direction. And, and the kick in the ass was the was starting it off with the JK. That was the getting the ball rolling and kicking in the balls to get things going. And it just snowballed from there. So, Man, and- more power to you. Like, our move was great. Um, there's been some downsides, but that's going to be anything in life. And there's been a lot oh, of upsides, yeah. too. Yeah, no I matter what. Any yeah, downside yeah. to being closer to Johnson Valley. <laughs> I don't mean that. I just meant like yeah. life-wise. You can't run over no. bushes. No, yeah, you can't run over no bushes there. There just there's no bushes there. The hardest part with us is the kids, and I've always wanted to move out west. And uh, and you know, I was talking to wife, and getting the kids out now is a lot easier than when they're 15, 16 years old, and you're you know changing schools, and they have tons of friends. And, yeah. You know, right now it's it's the, my oldest, my nine year old, will it'll hit him kind of hard because he's got a bunch of friends here. But I'm like, buddy, you'll, you'll make friends no matter where you are, you know? Yeah. And you already, you, they don't have internet anyways, so, right? It's a... Uh... Listen, I'm a Jew. I actually did break down and bought internet. <laughs> so really? I, I actually, this I had kid. to because the, the damn schoolwork for the kids, all their homework's on fucking online on tablets. So I, I had, oh, I had so to actually could, break you down. You had to put the internet back in. I, I had to. Well, I didn't have to, but I was getting shit from the wife. So I'm like, you know what? I got to I gotta actually spend the money I'm now actually... and get it. I'm curious how that works. So did you? Did the teachers just have to go? Yeah, they don't have internet. Fuck it. Like, did they no, just have to? They, 
No, so we would hotspot, Wi-Fi hotspot my wife's phone or my phone, use his tablet, and then he would do his homework online. Uh, so that so works yeah, that's fine just... if you have one kid, but I have three assholes. So, like, <laughs> yeah, the hotspot's not going to work on three phones, and then one drops, and then this does, and you know, I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I got to get here. So I, 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 I actually I broke down and bought internet. I'm like, well, look, I have TV now. Um, <laughs> I can watch YouTube on my TV instead of my phone. Um, but it was, it was, yeah, I did break down and get that. So I, I, I was less Jew on that side of it, just trying to get things rolling and, uh, getting for the kids. It's all for the kids. Uh, I didn't care because I'm not home enough to watch TV. So it doesn't, I'm always in the shop with Mikey or we're always doing something. We don't really watch TV. So, so what's your plan for dealing with the heat? You're a big man. And like, I know big men uh, don't do I'm going to have, I'm going to have a mini. So Sean's trailer is not going to look like Sean's trailer because you guys know me better than that. Uh-huh. So it'll be on 40s. Um, it'll have a solid beam and get rid of that stupid eight and a quarter Cherokee axle under it. Because who the fuck puts a Cherokee axle under a trailer? <laughs> yeah, you were saying that. Uh, I, got rid of, I got rid of Sean's tent. I got a new tent. I got a California King. I got a massive tent with a huge annex room and all that stuff. So that's going to oh, be... Damn. Yeah, so everything... This, this trailer, you're not even going to know. I'm cutting the tongue off because Helen Keller did some welding on the fucking front of that thing. I don't know who... <laughs> I don't know who built that trailer, but I'm going to kick it in the dick. Um, it wasn't any of us. You know, the front of that trailer, like, I didn't even ever look under it. I'm like, it looks fine, whatever. Like, some of the welds look good on the fenders and all that stuff. I'm like, it don't look bad. Mikey went under it yesterday with a creeper, and he's like, oh, I'm like, oh, don't do that bullshit. And I scrolled under there. I'm like, how hasn't the tongue fallen off? So oh, I just man. I just placed, like, a 500-year-old order and some steel and... uh I'm going to lengthen the tongue. I'm going to add a tongue box. I'm going to make an R-Pod style trailer out of it. I'm putting a door on it. Tongue box. So the kid, Sounds kind of hot. Kids have, the kids have somewhere to stay. I'm putting a full kitchen in the back. and Shower, 50 gallons of water, um, solar. Uh, full. It's going to be a totally different trailer. So that'll, that'll be done in the next couple of months. I started working on it uh, this week. I, I'm waiting for everything. I got a huge fridge freezer, the Dometic Dual Zone fridge freezer. Uh, come in one of the big hundred liter ones. Um, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be stove, uh, sink. Like I said, full shower, bathroom. I'll end up doing a composting toilet and all that stuff on that one too. So Mikey gives me shit. He goes, "You going from raw crone to being an overland homo?" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. So that's great. Gonna be diverse. Gonna be diverse. Okay, you'll be able to do everything. So I'll be able, I'll be able to do a little bit of everything here. So it'll be kind of nice. <laughs> so, uh, the, the JK is a little little built uh, for sure. So there's definitely not as many uh, 110 JKUs doing overlanding uh, and rat crawling, or like hauling back in one year and then going across the country the next. So like that's a that's definitely a, the Jeep's done it all. It's a, it'll do reds at field in the forest, and you can drive everything on a six thousand mile excursion across the country. Well, next you got to do the Reds at Field and Forest with the Overland trailer on the back. <laughs> on oh, it 40, better be going yeah. down Big Ball's drop. Uh, yeah, with the trailer on the back. Yeah, put some cutting brakes. And a full 48 hours, not that pussy yeah. shit 24 <laughs> hours. Yeah, I just yeah, keep no. it rolling. Yeah, I just, I, I was like, we were coming in horror and a whole bunch of designs in the trailer. And I'm like, it needs 40s. I'm like, it's going to get pulled behind a JK and 40s. It's going to be on 40s. Then yeah, I only need one spare, two spares. I'm like, and then and, and Sean had the tent height kind of fucked up. It's like five inches too short. So like the annex building probably didn't even work because it's like the wrong you like walk into your forehead. So I'm like, yeah. well, you can't really use the annex building. So I'm like, fuck it. I might as well put it on 40s. 
That'll give me another five, six inches of height there. I'll change the suspension. We're going to use some YJ leaves and kind of make some suspension on there. And, uh, yeah, we're going to pretty much touch it. I'm like, I still just built the trailer from scratch because I'm changing. I was really? like, eh, whatever. Yeah, literally everything. Yeah, sometimes it's nice. Uh, I guess you are changing everything. There's not even. Well, why? I didn't. I didn't think of the tongue. I didn't think of the tongue situation. I didn't think that was an option. Like I didn't think I was even touching the tongue. Like I I didn't even remotely think we were touching the tongue. And then all of a sudden, like yesterday, I went. (sighs) So today I called Sean. He was putting in a big order, so I bought a bunch of steel for the front. I'm like, so now I'm just going to extend it, make it a little longer storage, anyways. So whatever, we'll send it. So we'll we'll just we'll make it a little bit better. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do that and make it make it a little bit uh a little bit longer a trailer. Mm. So as soon as you sold him the truck, I was like, That's Chris's truck. Why do you (laughs) have it? Yeah. Yeah. So that I was talking to him about it. He was like, Oh, I can't I can't say. I I can't I can't say. I was like okay, well I'm yeah, it's not public yet. I know you get podcast now, but it's just the full-on community that lives in it and all that stuff. So I don't know what we're doing about the whole work situation. I'll probably end up taking a layoff and all that stuff. So that's why I'm like not publicly putting it on like Facebook. Like, hey, is this? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not putting on a thing. So that's kind of like kind of. So you put it that's on a podcast that gets thir- or that's got over thirty thousand downloads. Oh, let's, let's not <laughs> pat ourselves in the back too much. Yeah, but you're you're thirty thousand followers and no one that, that works on my work. <laughs> so I'm not you know, I'm not really Hopefully. yeah. yeah. If, so, if so it is what it is, I'll take it really off. You'd be uh, surprised. Yeah. I've I've had people like that I went to high school with that like I see it like big Y and they're like, Oh hey dude, I listened to that last episode, it was fucking awesome. I'm like What? What? I'm like, You listen? <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, yeah. I didn't even know you liked vehicles, like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I've got a saying, weird like, one like, for you. Uh Dude listens to the podcast and, you know, he or like um, apparently he drove past my house a couple of times and he recognized the Jeep and he couldn't put the two together. And then he was listening to the podcast and I was like, I said something about my trailer going to my buddies and he yeah. apparently drove past again. He messaged me. He was like, hey, man, I've been listening for a while. I've got a Turbo XJ. I'm right down the road. If you want a place to All come right. work, come check, uh, come hang All out, right, you cool. know. Oh, and cool. I'm like, what the Dude, fuck? The, off- the off-road community, man, is like as good as it gets. Like my wife said, well, we're leaving all of our friends. I'm like, 100. percent We'll find other friends. Like I'm not. My friends are never going anywhere. My true friends are there no matter what. But like, we'll find other people to hang out with that do what we do no matter where you are. Like yeah. it's now we're going to the where all the real willing is. Like you think I'm not gonna find other people with jeeps and all that stuff? Right. You know, kick on. it around and stuff. No, come on. No, there's there's no jeeps out there. You just yeah, did. There's no anything. People from across uh, the country that said that it was the hardest challenge yet. So <laughs> wheel wheeling. If that's the case, then I should be pretty good to wheel out there, right? Because I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be doing some hardcore stuff out there. So. Sandpaper rocks. Dodging yeah, bushes. Even rockers out there. You're, you'll be yeah. Well, the, like, guys don't even paint their rigs. They WD forty the chassis. They don't even use paint out there because they don't have the salt. They, they yeah, they don't need to. <laughs> they don't need to. Like you'll see rigs in Moab that JV, like WD forty the chassis. They don't even paint them. They just bare tube. Yeah, they just oil them down every once in a while. Yep, they oil them yeah. down like once a year, once a year, once every runs or whatever they do. And that's it. You just spray them with WD forty and send it. That's All my front end tube work that I just did and painted, it's already rusty. rusty. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. You know what I mean? It's cold. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's everything. Even my like all the all the armor and everything was put on my on my JK and it's like all scratched and shit from from um Helen back. And I'm like, oh like it kinda looked nice for a little while. And I'm like, it's kinda <laughs> fucked up now. But like it did look nice at one point. You know what I mean? Like it did look it did look decent, but now it's a it's got some scratches and all that stuff in there, so you know what I mean? That's a that's a that's just how it is it is what it is. It's not I don't care how um how it looks, you know what I mean? It still performs well, still doesn't sting and still drives and everything like yeah. that. So that was the goal was making sure it still did uh it still did street things. So and now I'm daily driving it now literally because I sold my dually, so I'm driving the JK is getting driven to work every day. So yeah, I, it's, it's, it's it's gonna be cool as hell though when you get it out there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We'll be out there we'll be out there next summer and uh, do our big trip across country and it'll be a nice like six thousand mile road trip. And uh, we'll go across the country, and then we will uh, pull in almost 100. percent It's either going to be Arizona or Southern Utah. <clears throat> so that's pretty. Yeah. So you guys have a you guys will have a place to crash when you want to come out west. We got, sounds like we have a few options at this point in time if we wanted to go out that way. It's uh, yeah. It's um. It, it's getting easier to try and justify a trip, but yeah, yeah, it's no. crazy. Like, I don't know if you guys have gone out there, like if you guys have actually seen it in person. I, I know videos and all that stuff don't do it any justice. You actually got to go out there. Yeah, I've, I've been in in there a few times. It's been years since I've been out that direction, but oh, okay. you know, obviously yeah. never with the intention of off-roading, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I understand. It's, it, that's to... it. It's just so nice. It, it's, it's absolutely beautiful out there, and um, it's just, yeah. that's that's the, that's where I always wanted to be, you know what I mean? That's where I always wanted to go, and that's what I always wanted to do. Uh, um, you know, down the road, when you actually get out there, we'll put you in contact with a couple of people. We had a guy named Dave on. Really cool dude, but he does uh, a lot of tours and stuff out there. He knows the area like the back of his hand, so he can show you a lot of the cool areas out there. Super nice guy. Yeah, awesome. So I met um, Heavy Chevy when I picked up that uh, Peterbilt. Um, and, uh, and so he's, or Dave is friends with General Chevy, that guy? Yep, yep, that's him. I'm not yep. sure if it's the same guy. Sorry, General Chevy, I call him Heavy Chevy. General okay, Chevy, that's okay. the guy. So that's the guy <laughs> I met, and he said, dude, whenever you're here, he goes, I'll give you a tour, he goes, I'll show you where to go, we'll wheel, he goes, whatever you want to do. So he was super, I met him when I picked up that Peterbilt um, over the summer there for Eric. He seems so like I, a really I'm, cool dude. Oh, he was super awesome. He's the one that came out and put a tire back on the bead for me and helped me like loan me some tools and stuff so I could put the batteries in that in that Peterbilt, that old seventies Peterbilt that I drove back for That was like the fire under my ass as well as going out there again. I haven't been out in a few yeah. years and going out there again. I'm like, you know what? Fuck I'm young enough to do it and I, I drive truck and I have a, a hoisting license and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, fuck it, I'm just going for it. So I said, uh, you know, we can do it now, we'll have the extra money. I <laughs> There's a lot of equity in the house, so I'll have a ton of money coming out of the house, and um, maybe I'll put a huge chunk of change down on the house up there and uh, go for it. You know? Yeah, that sounds I can't awesome. blame you. Can't blame yeah. you. Well, you gotta try it, right? If worst case, I fall on my face, I come back. 
Yep. True. Hey, we'll be here, arms wide open, waiting for you if it happens. <laughs> yeah, so don't exactly. worry. Yeah, you know? I ain't yeah, going nowhere. Fall, we'll be arms like wide open. Cody will have something else wide open for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think go really bad, and he loses the wife and kids too. Then <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta bad? say though, is that, is that, is that bad? No. <laughs> Me and Richie were having a fucking race to be the quietest this entire episode, and then Richie comes out here swinging with his. <laughs> yeah, well, Richie's actually talked a good amount. We talked a bunch before too. That's the most I've heard Richie talk. <laughs> Richie actually did a bunch of talking this time. Yeah, yeah. Richie did a bunch of talking this stuff. So. That's the yeah. Uh, Rich, yeah, it's nice. Richie gave him talking, doing stuff. Fun. Well, it, it helps that I watched the uh, the episodes like three hours ago. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Fresh on the brain. Fresh in my mind. Yeah, fresh in the brain. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it was definitely a good experience. Damn. That's that just I don't know, that just put me in like total shock. I was not expecting to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's gonna... that he was moving yeah, through me off. Oh, oh. <laughs> See, yeah. I I doesn't you guys are shocked. I I've actually I I confronted him about it a long time ago, so I've known for a while, but um, <laughs> so what you're saying, I wasn't gonna say anything because asshole. it's not my story to tell. Yes. No. It's a um it's it's the nature of the beast. It's the it's the it was gonna happen regardless. It was it was gonna um you know, we were gonna we were gonna do something and, and it just everything all of our ducks got in a row on this one and uh it just kind of is what it is, you know. That was the... yeah. When stuff falls over like that, in a in a like a domino sense, right? It's like yeah, things have fallen into place. Might as well just make it you know, for what you want. Every do. I say it all the time. Everything happens for a reason. Like literally, everything happens for a reason. I am I am not a fly by a seat person by any means. Mm-hmm. I have kids and I stress. And I, if I said I wasn't nervous about this, I'd be lying. I still get nervous. Like, well, what happens if here? What happens if this? What happens if that? Like, you know what I mean? You still get nervous. You still get nervous. You know what I mean? But it's like, what's different in living in fucking Arizona as Templeton? Other than the fact that it's not cold. I'm like, I work outside. It'd be great to have fucking, you know, not freeze my ass off. Oh, but it's hot in the summertime. Do you work outside in January and February? Because I do. And I'm like, uh, do you do, you know, like I work outside in the winter. You're, 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 uh, yeah, I do too. Fucking... I'm just not a pussy. No, yeah, you're also fucking half my age. Um, so what you like... just found out, which is hysterical to me, still. I know, I, I didn't know you were young. <laughs> so, you're, you're, you're pretty hammered for your age. So, um, Damn. I think you're at least 40. Oh, half in the grave. <laughs> so, I figured you were like craving it. So, um, no, like it's it's it just gets to the point where it's like you know what I want to I want to do it for the four wheeling and I want the kids to see the other side of the country. This is an experience the kids will get that ninety nine percent of kids won't get. You know, you go you're going across the country in a in a fucking JK on forties, living out of a little trailer. It sounds kind of crazy, but like it's kind of cool if you think of it that way. Like it's a hell of an experience for a nine year old boy and a you know six year old boy and my, and my daughter. It's going to be a huge thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's an adventure. How's that? It's a yes. It's a it's yes. a, it's, a, it's a huge adventure, and and the, and, the, and they're going to be pumped. You know, and they're already excited now, and they're picking places, and we're going over the map together, and we're picking That's places cool. to go, and yeah, you know what I mean? We're going to find like the Lego museum and like, all the things they want to do, and we don't have time restraints, so I could I could take four months. You know, it doesn't really matter how long we take till we 
you know, I, I don't have a set date to be anywhere. So we could take whatever time we need and just kind of roll with it. So, you yeah, know, selling the house puts us in a good position. That's true. And that's one thing that I really like with my move. I wish I had done better, right? Like, I had my, uh, I was going to buy a house in Connecticut and I took my down payment for what was going to be the house in Connecticut, which, you know, there's a comma in there, but there wasn't much more than that. And, um, like, or I shouldn't say there was two numbers before the comma, but you get the picture, right? Like I blew through that really quick and I didn't have a lot of like leeway with the moving expenses. If you, and like I had to have a job lined up to go into, and this had to work as it was before I moved. It wasn't the other way around where I had some luxury. Yeah. I have a, I have a comma like three digits in front of it. So like, (laughs) that's a, I have a, I have a lot of equity in my house. It's like yeah. one and a half times what I paid for it. So I yeah, have... I remember, I remember <laughs> you telling me yeah. how much you paid, and I'm like, damn, if yeah. he sells that now, yeah, he would so... get. I'm yeah. surprised it's so a lot I... more than that. Genuinely, yeah, exactly. So my wife <laughs> wants you to take a, wants you to take a year off. That's what my wife wants. Is she wants she wants me to take a fucking year off. That sounds so... like you better have another kid. <laughs> I know. Fuck that. Uh, fuck that, kids. <laughs> um. So like, I just I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know, I'm not taking a year. I'll do two three months. I'll do that, but I'm, I'm definitely not doing that. I'm not doing a year. I said I'll do it's two, three that. months. Yeah. You know, something, something around those, those, those things. But I, I am one hundred percent not doing a year. I, yeah, I'm we going hard well before then. Yeah, I think like two months to me is you know like that's that's eight weeks, nine weeks. Like I, I'm going to be going kind of crazy. Uh, my wife would probably be ready to kill me anyway. So that's a that's enough time where like I'll, I'll be able to you know. Uh, get get what we need to get done, and if we take three months, we take three months. You know, it is, it is what it is, and, and I'll, I'll transfer into some work going. So I can work anywhere. That's it. I put myself in a position. I was a diesel mechanic for a, a number of years, and I put myself in a position to do anything. You know, like I, I put myself out there, and, and I, I get along with a, a lot of people, like you retards, and um, I can you know squeeze my way into somewhere. Yeah, you know, I can work yeah. pretty much anywhere. That's one thing I'm really happy about is like. I've started expanding what I'm looking at uh, down here just because, like, Duracell fucking blows. Um, yeah. And so, like, I'm looking at applying for a nuclear machinist position because you have to have welding to be able to get a nuclear machinist position. But, hey, I can build rock crawlers, so I would I, hope yeah, I can I pass that. Yeah, I passed that test. Yeah, it's like for when a rock crawler blows up, it doesn't take yeah. out half the city. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. You're like, not welding on the reactors. We hope. No, well, you're welding up like fixtures and stuff to make yeah. tools for machining really large sections of pipe or whatever the hell you're doing, right? Some people get so comfy though. They like you're you're trying to branch out, which is awesome. Some people get so comfy in their job they only do one thing. Like I am, I'm a machinist and I make salt and pepper shakers, and that's all I, I do. Mean, I'm like, well, you did that for thirty years, bro. Like you gotta do something else. See, you gotta be able to hop you into something say else. that, but some of these old folks. They get into positions yeah. like where I'm at, where it's like once you hit 22 years, you have eight more years, and then you can retire. So it makes well, no point to start switching up then. So I hired at my company four years ago. I was hired to replace the tanker driver at my company. Yeah, tanker driver's been there for 38 years. My, our, he's time. 70. He's 70 years old. He's been here for 38 years. He has not taken a week's vacation in 38 years. Wow. Wow. That's crazy to me. 
That's like, somebody who hates his wife. No, he has three kids. He doesn't have grandkids, but like I, 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 I see him all the time. I'm like, Jack, what do you have? Like five thousand sick days? Like what? Do you, like what do you like? What do you? He doesn't go on vacations for his kids. He took one day while they were having the kids. They went back to work the following day. I'm like, you? Do you live your life at all? Like you? You don't? You know? Do you go anywhere? Nope. Nope. Thirty-eight years. He does the same job. I'm like, just on muscle memory alone, you can just close your eyes and drive. Like, he, he literally has gone to Boston for 38 years from Templeton to Boston. Two to three loads a day, five to seven days a week. How? That, that's mind-boggling. Yeah, I feel like I'd get bored at that point. That sounds terrible. Yeah. I, I do tanker, I hop around a little truck, then I do propane, then I hop around a little truck, then I go back to tanker, and I bounce all around. Like, I like the variety of doing stuff, but... I tell everybody a monkey could do my job. My job's not rockets. All you need is a kind of head and your shoulder, you know, be able to like look straight and don't be dumb because you will blow something up. Um, but it's not rocket science. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not like it's a, uh, it's a, it's a crazy thing and it's not like it's anything nuts to do and you can figure it out. It's, it's not, you know, really rocket science. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to figure it out. So, but, huh. uh, so it's, you know, it's, but 38 years, and it just opens my eyes. Like, never took a vacation in 38 years. How how, how was that living? It's and again, not, does, that's does he have any, like, like, does he do anything outside of work? His, yeah, like, so ready? So he comes into work at 2 a.m. every day, okay? He comes in at 2 a.m., does a load to Boston. Take, it takes four hours to do a load, okay? So he gets back at 6 a.m. He's done doing the load everything. He leaves the, every fucking day he does it. Leaves the, leaves the shop. Goes to his mother's house. She's 95. I'm, I'm like, for her. 200 years old. He has breakfast with her. Okay? Every day he does this. Leaves breakfast, comes back, does another load, goes back to his mother's and has lunch. Comes back, either goes home because he's done two loads, he doesn't need to do a third load, or he goes back does another load to Boston, and then goes home after that. I'm surprised he doesn't go to dinner there. But he yeah, goes, he must, say, and then I, I'm surprised. Here, he, does, he does dinner at home. He does dinner at home. Okay. Uh, but I'm like, you do the same thing. Like, you could literally, like, clockwork. Okay, 601, he's here. 604, he's here. 1015, he's here. He does the same fucking thing every day. In, in, in my eyes, it's, it's mind-boggling. That sounds like a robot. Sometimes people need the you know the very consistent scheduling, and that's they're okay with that. No, OCD. But like seeing that, like, tells I mean, me uh, no. Yeah, it is. It just sounds a it little says, depressing from says, all of our points of view. I'm I don't. Sure. I don't want. I don't want to do that every day. And no. doing my job, you know what? I don't want to do my job for the rest of my life. I, when I grow up, I don't want to be a truck driver. Okay, like when I you know what I mean? I don't want to be a truck driver when I grow up. I want to do other things. So oh, I'm gonna branch up? off. No, I'm, I'm I'm old. But like, oh, compared to you. Uh, but like, I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that. Like, why can't you change careers? Why can't you do something different? Why don't you move and try something different out there? Maybe drive, you know, something else. Yeah, you know, I go back to working on trucks or working on equipment and, and, you know, bounce around and keep yourself moving and get on your toes. And, you know, if, if you're not trying to, you know, better yourself, uh, what are you doing? You know what I mean? You're kind of just kind of hanging out. So I, I don't want to get comfortable and in thirty just seeing he was literally like the just a like wow like thirty eight years doing the same fucking thing. I'm like yeah that's not me. 
I was like, I'm not doing it. So it was just an eye opener, and we said, "Fuck it." And then we, as a as a family, we collectively said, "Hey, fuck it, let's do it." So you know what I mean? Move forward and, and move on, and and then try it. But did the kids really have a say in the matter, or yeah, not well, really? Like, like, I'm not going to say that they didn't have a say, but we we had a sit down talk before we told. We just told my parents. Uh, I was like, "Merry Christmas, I'm leaving, bitch." And then uh, Mike dropped <laughs> and walked out. And then I uh, did the same thing with her parents too. So I like, told them, like, "No, like we said to them, like, hey guys, you know, we're talking about moving we'll to a new house and a whole new area." And we grabbed a map and. You know, I showed him where we're going to live. And he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, here's the Grand Canyon. And here's California. And here's a bunch of mountain ranges and eating reservations. And showed him kind of how things worked. And I said, I want to take a trip. And I, I took my finger. And I said, you guys can pick where you want to go. We're going to go north because it's summertime. You know, Wyoming, Colorado. You know, Montana, Iowa. Whatever you want to do, Iowa. Whatever you guys want to go. But I want to get up to the tip of Washington, Oregon, all that stuff. And, and be able to come down. Uh, I think it's Route 1, or I can't remember the route that runs down, 5, 1 or 5, that runs down through California on the coast. There's no guardrails. So you literally run down the side of, it's like 100-foot cliffs. Off the, it's just beautiful. The water's right there. It's, just, it's awesome. So I'm like, you guys, top off, doors off in the Jeep, you'll be able to experience something that no one else does. You know what I mean? From this side of the country. Other than living out there. I'm like, hey, let's just go for it. And they were, they were pumped. They were... You know, I tried to explain them that they're going to lose their friends, but you can have, you know, Messenger and all that Facebook stuff there, with Facebook Messenger to, to talk to them and, and you FaceTime them and, and, and see that stuff. But, and they and they understood, you know. Again, my oldest is nine. So, like, he has, like, yeah, you know what I mean? In, in it's the easier guy, age to do that stuff. Like, Yeah, it's saying. like you end up friends with the booger pickers in your class, not with, yeah. like... Oh, like, on the bus. They're like, oh, I got a friend on the bus. I'm like, well, bitch, you're not friends. Why doesn't he come over? <laughs> like you guys want to like, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, we have we have pit bikes and stuff for dirt bikes and all that stuff. I'm like, you, you never brought any friends over to go riding? Like, like what's the, you know, like what's the, you know, what what happened with that stuff? Like, what, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's they're, they're friends in quotation marks. Like, they're not like you know friends yeah. like you get when you're in a boat. You know, uh, my best friend Rob, five years old, and I've been friends with him since I was five. So thirty thirty two years I've been friends with Rob. Uh, not not Craven, another Rob. And, uh, okay. They're called Black. It's Black Rob. The one you met down at Roush. So we've been friends for like 32 years. Like, dude, like, to be best friends with someone for that long. And now he just married my sister. So, like, he's literally my brother. Like, <laughs> well, like, so, like, he was my brother and my friend, and he legitimately married my sister. So, like, he's legitimately family now this year. Uh, but, like, <laughs> you, you don't have, you don't have, like, normal friendships. That's not a normal friendship. You're not friends with someone for, you know, 32 years. We've never gotten in a fight in argument in 32 years. Yeah, like, like just, you know, it ends up being the people that you like being around in your area, and then eventually, <laughs> even if you leave that area, it's still the people that you like being around. And yeah, you know, Craven, you know, Craven's a perfect example. Craven, you know, the homeless guy. Yeah, you know, he he lives in Florida now, but we still talk all the time. He's actually he just left the house. He's he's packing all his tools and stuff, and and moving all his stuff back down to his area there. So Craven's up here, but like you don't see, like. I don't see him every day, but you still talk to him on the phone, and you gotta you make things work, and we still go up, and he'll be at Good Evening Ranch with us in, in the spring. Like we all, we still go together. We'll still have our yearly trips. I'll still come back out here. I'm not like falling off the earth. You know what I mean? Well, I, said, I don't think that we'll be seeing you at the Web Wheelers Ball with all you're saying. That was yeah. That was what I was gonna tell you. I said we'll wait a little longer. And I tell you, 
the September situation. I will not. Mikey, Mikey will be at the Wimbledon's ball. I bet, but I, I will not. I will not be at the Wimbledon's ball because I, I will be, I will be probably in the California range. Uh, when you guys Hell are at yeah, the Wimbledon's ball, yeah. So it's just uh, it was again. It was I, I uh, I actually dropped out of Rockaholics this year. Uh, I let my membership lapse. So as of Friday or Saturday, I am no longer a rockaholic. So I just I focused more time on the family, and I'll go out with you guys a couple times to go wheeling, but I don't want to do super hard shit before I go on a 6,000-mile trek. I, I really don't want to I don't want to wreck the Jeep. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to yep. ruin it. Yeah, it, it, you don't it, spend all that time making it drive nice. Yeah. You don't want to just yeah, take exactly. crap out of it and, and, and make it and, and, and make Graham knows because you know, because you drive the one ton rig on 40. So you're like, I can wheel this and, oh, I ripped off my traction bar. Oh, I did this. All right. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to fucking, I don't want to wreck something. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to break a shaft or, you know what I mean? Or, or, or something stupid. Uh, it's, I, I'll go out to like, uh, they just put up an NEA, put up a, uh, like a winner, a winner run. And Mark Stanger main message me, hey, you lead a group of Brookridge? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll bring the kids and we'll go off. Yeah. You know, I'll go no, do, I'll go do, you know, I'll do blues and blacks in Brookridge. Like, who cares? I'm not worried about that. But I'm like, still in Florida, and I told Bob, I said, I love you, Bob, but I do not want to bring my jinky here. <laughs> because you just, you just did hell back. I'm like, and that's it. I'm like, I'm checking out. Mic drop, I'm out. Like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not playing the game. I don't want to wreck my, I want to wreck the JK because it's still pretty. You know, it's still a decent looking Jeep. And I did it to my Tacoma. I went to Field and Forest every weekend for a year, <laughs> and my taco was a raisin. <laughs> so you know, I was like, oh, no, what happens? You know what I mean? I'm like, eh, it's just yeah. a little dent. Oh, it's not a dent. Oh, it's not a dent. Oh, I, the whole bedside's gone. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, tell, it's... you know. <laughs> yeah, I had stock in Amazon taillights. Like I was on Amazon. Yeah. I'll just buy pairs. I had like eight lefts. <laughs> I was working like one dollar. Like I just could bought them in pairs. Like I'm like, I don't even know how many lefts I have. I had a box full <laughs> of lefts because I kept breaking the rights off. I'm like, I did. I literally like. <laughs> I, I said this one is staying away because it's still nice. You know, it's a. It's a good driver, and it's got you know, it's 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 no. Yeah. Anyway, the the Don't trick is you in. have to use electrical tape to put the pieces back together a couple times. Oh, yeah. And no, then so you're me and you did that. Tons of them. Me, me and you did that with electrical tape and a stick when we were trying to go get ice cream and go swimming. So <laughs> we had stick. the stick in there, yeah, the and then the door and the door wouldn't shut. So you were, I was kicking it, and you were putting the stick in the tube because we were trying to get your back door to shut so we could go down and get ice cream. So I did that with you. Yeah, so I, I did that with you. Like, yeah, and now you're gonna move to Arizona and not be able to do that anymore. Those stories <laughs> so, are gone uh, now. <laughs> I still have them. They're still in the back, you know, back of the memory. Uh, but you're not, you're you're not now. I didn't do anything different. It just yeah. it started closing. Uh, it was it was pissed that day. It doesn't like so, uh, opening, but oh yeah, yeah it was it was it's it was fine. definitely a little mad. it was a little mad that day. Um. No, it's it's it, again. I'll still see you guys. I still have family up here. My mom and dad are still up here, and uh, her parents are still up here. So we're gonna come up. It's all we're not gonna come up, and I'll probably end up driving the jeep back because uh, my wife gets uh, her equilibrium gets fucked up when she flies because of her disorder. So we try not to go on planes. So I'll end up just driving the JK back up here. I mean, I'm go. I'm so dedicated that like we're selling her Honda. Like I'm selling everything. What kind of a Honda? It's a pilot, like a. Like oh, a I'm also. Yeah, the gay one. Uh, like, uh, it's just like, we're selling like we're gonna be down to one vehicle, and I'm like, why am I gonna bring a rusty vehicle to nice vehicles? Like, why would I do that? Yeah, I'll just buy her because nice we, nice we're gonna buy her a Tahoe this year. We're gonna get her a newer Tahoe, and I'm like, fuck that. We'll just buy a Tahoe down there. 
Because yeah. then I won't have any goddamn rust. I was like, so I mean, my JK is super clean. There's no rust in the JK, so like that's not as bad dragging it down there. Um, but it's it's like I'm trying to stay away from the rustiness, and uh, it'll be nice to work on things that aren't rusty. So, uh, and I said every time I come back, I'll I'll end up buying another truck. Like, you know, Sean has my truck now, and I'll end up buying another truck, and I'll, I'll trailer stuff back, and I'll probably end up with another big goose, and. I'm going to end up with a whole setup pretty much like I had here. I'll end up with a buggy again, and they'll just be out there and not here. So you're going to yeah. do a Craven. You're just going to show up with the, the JK, just sleep in people's front yards and hang out? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yet. No, That's Craven cool. is actually, he's been at my house for two days now, three days. I don't even know anymore. Every time I have talked to you, Craven's been there. It's hilarious. Yeah. So you missed it. Like So like 20 minutes ago, Craven was making, I'm in my wife's car because the kids are home, and mm-hmm. they're a lot of shit. He was actually making like monkey faces in the window, and he was blowing his light on the, on the side of the car as we were talking. So I was gonna just have him <laughs> next time he in comes in, hi. if he comes through, tell him to hop on for a second. No, I was gonna tell him he just left. He was they're going to get food, I think. So he just left, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I'm like, "I would have had him on. How about you guys?" He's literally he just went through my phone. He's got Melissa in there too, and he's doing homeless guy things. Um, because they've been bouncing from her parents' house to here, so they bounce back and forth. Because I had all those tools in my garage, and we took all the tools out and uh, loaded it in the... He's got the Miss K's box van again. <laughs> so all the tools are in the Miss K's box van. I move them all back down uh, to his house. So he's got a... Uh, he's he's definitely a unique individual, that's for sure. <laughs> that dance <laughs> He still gets to use that thing? Dude, they literally... So we just put like a... It must be like a 70-inch, you know, Mac toolbox on the front with like two extra boxes and like a press and... <laughs> Like shit, all dude. We loaded the front of that thing, and he went to a storage unit today and emptied his storage unit. He's finally bringing all the shit down with him, mm-hmm. and uh, that thing is chock full. And he's actually pulling. He just came back with a trailer on the back of it, and he's pulling that white piece of shit Dodge, that first gen Dodge that he got. Oh my! So God. he's pulling that thing home. I'm like, dude, you're gonna look like Jed Clampett going down the road with that fucking <laughs> thing. <Miss Kate laughs> fucking first gen Dodge. Oh my dude! Like I don't even. I, his, I his feel like that poor man is constantly fucking overloaded because of him. So we'll come <laughs> to find out, it's an 06. I thought it was older than that. It's a V10 it looks 06. Older than that. But it's got like a 15,000 GVW on it. I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty gnarly, actually. And the thing's yeah. ready to pull like 15,000 pounds. I'm like, well, it's not that bad. I'm like, so it's overloaded, but like, it's actually probably close. <laughs> Like so, it's it's crazy. He's fucking nuts. So you never know what he's doing. You know, he just kind of shows up when he shows up. And he's got a he's got you know key to the house. It's open door policy for crazy. He just comes in whenever, so he knows he can always crash and, and all that stuff. So the kids, the kids love him and all that. So it's it's the he's definitely guy. a free spirit. Yeah, the dance, it's the creepy Mr. dance K. guy. So, so he literally left the box van here and they went to go to dinner. And he's got the JK. So it's literally a Miss K's box van in my front yard. With a trailer on the back of it. And I actually have my dad's school bus here. So I actually have a schoolie here converted to a camper that we did last year. Mm. Me and my dad built a school. So I have a schoolie here that's painted shit brown. I got a Miss K's box truck and uh, two JKs, my wife's car, the dog, my yard, my car, my whole yard's full of shit. Uh, <laughs> typical. The Overland trailer, all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. I look. My poor neighbors must hate me. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, neighbors <laughs> so, probably yeah, love you. Yeah, it is what it is. So they're they're pretty quiet. No one really gives a shit up here. I'm in kind of the middle of nowhere, so no one's sitting in the box. 
So, and Matt's Matt's got rigs too. Matt's got the TJ, and he's got a, a bunch of his trailer, and his son's got quads. And right behind my house is uh, 500 acres of. It's a school. It's called the Fernal School. It was a school for special needs people that shut down in like the early 2000s, so they can never build on it. So there's mm. like, we have like pit bike tracks out back. Oh, that's super cool. Like, yeah, like there's nothing out there. Like it's just deer. There's like nothing out there. Yeah, so we go deer, out and from my house. Right. Nothing. Yeah, deer and all the fucking asbestos because it's probably why the school got shut down. Yeah, I know the school lost funding. So the school, it was a special needs school that was, I don't even know how long it was running. And it lost funding. And uh, they, the school's still there. They had like 200 head of cattle. They had a farm, like a full-blown farm. that they oh, had. Yeah, like, it, was, it, was it was a child labor camp for the special pretty needs. Much, That's pretty much. That's yeah. <laughs> well, terrible. Growing, growing up, we're kind of assholes. We called it the tarred farm. But we did it because <laughs> it was musical going on. So I'm not saying it was nice or right, but we did. We called it the tarred farm. And because uh, they used to take care of all the cows and they had chickens and pigs and, and all that stuff. And they actually like, I think it taught them how to live in like real life, but like kind of how to support yourself. Um, so like they grew up kind of on a farm. And I think the kids actually live there. Like there's houses and stuff. And uh, yeah, that shut down in like 2008, 2010, something like that. But the school, it's all state land that can never be built on. So there's a old class six road on the side of my house. I have access to it because it came with my deed. But it goes through an old bridge that's no longer there. It's all torn down. But you should be able to drive right out there. And you can't do it anymore. So literally, we made a dirt bike track out there. And I took up the buggy out there. And there's like all trails from the buggy. Nothing hard. Like it just take the kids bombing early. And then my nephews and nieces would come over, take them for a ride down there with the buggy. But it's, yeah, it's a, Nice area up here, you know. Matt'll brand new school, so Matt'll have a good school for his for his son and all that stuff. It's just no one really bothers you in the small towns. You guys live, I mean, Graham's down in the city over there. I'm not, I don't call it a city, but uh, there's there's a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah I'm, I'm, like, you, have, you city, can't call it a city. It's a town. It is a town, dense. but like, yeah, it's dense. Like, you know, my neighbor has 15 acres. I have like five acres, I think. My neighbor's got 15, and the guy next to me's got 25. Like, I'm sandwiched between those guys. And then behind that's 500 of nothing. And across the street, the guy's got, like, 25. Like, it's... I'm the only, like, small... Yeah, it's, like, a whole different world compared to... Yeah. No, yeah, you can, like... Like, literally, we had a bonfire last night, and I had this I had this piece of sectional couch that I forgot to burn last year. And Kevin's like, fuck it, let's throw it on there. I'm like, goddamn, fire department's gonna come. But like, they haven't come in the seven years I've been here watching. They're gonna come today. They actually didn't care. We had like ripping fire in the backyard. It's probably eight foot flames in a big in my fire pit in the backyard. No one said a goddamn thing. Like they no, just frick. don't care. That's fun. D- does this mean that you'll be coming down to my place in the springtime then before you leave? Yeah. So I was gonna try to get out there. Um, what's the guy's name with the Bronco? I forgot his name. Ryan. Samsonite. Ryan. Um, so I was, I was trying to, uh, he invited me to two runs, one to Richie's and one to Maubel. And both times I, I was working. I'm like, you fucking killing me, Smalls. So I ended yeah. up working both times. So I, I definitely want to get down there before, before I leave. Well, so come spring time, Chris, yeah. any fucking weekend that you are available, just let me know. Okay. So I'll get a hold of Graham, and we'll see if Cody will actually do something, because he's useless. And um, we can even grab him with the goose on the way by. He's going to cry. Mm-hmm. And um, um, we'll see. There. We... It's fun. Yeah. How far is that 
Cody from your house. It's also 45, road. 30 minutes. I'm stubbing a bitch. So I'll just drag you to JKU. I'm fine. We'll get you down there. Um, yeah, I, I will, I'm 100% game to come down for the day and take a wheel. I, I, I wanted to go out there before I left anyways. I was hoping I could go, and I had the days all switched for me to take that Saturday. And it ended up raining and something like that. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just work. So I was like, I was going to go down there. I'm like, it's going to be soaked. It's going to be a muddy shit show. I'm like, I'll just fucking work. Uh, so this time of year is kind of screwed for me. I'm, I'm pretty busy this time of year. So uh, it makes things a little hard. But come spring, um, I'm going to be taking a lot of vacations. i got to use up all that time. I have a lot of weeks to use Beautiful. up in, uh, in six months. So i got, I got a lot of time to use up. So I'm definitely game for coming down there. I don't know at least a couple times with you guys, and at least Graham, because he's the only one that wheels up here. I know Luke's far, but uh, Graham's the only one that actually wheels. So I'd like to get out and at least get a couple couple runs with you guys. Hey, Maybe I'll take the props for actually wheeling now. Like, oh you know. yeah, no, you're, yeah, you do. You yeah, you wheel. It's just you're far from us now. And we were planning a Windrock trip, and then Mikey got all horned up when he saw Good Evening Ranch. So apparently, we're going yeah. to Good Evening Ranch instead. Good Evening Ranch is a fucking awesome property, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, I heard from from what you said and from YouTube and all that. It's, it looks pretty. It looks pretty badass. I don't know if you. No, you don't do Instagram. So I was about to say, do you know this guy? I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. Does. Okay. I'm yeah. Now, I'm it, now that he's a celebrity, he kind of oh, he, he's been okay. trying. I've been trying before. I just don't. I don't have the patience of hashtags. It's just too much work. It doesn't matter. The hashtag shit doesn't matter at all. Um, I'm just making them up. I make them but up. if you're going down there, uh, the dude's name is IBJeepin95. It's like his backyard almost. Oh, he okay. wheels that place all the fucking time. And if you tell him that you're going to be there and that you're, you know, buddies with us, he will most definitely. Oh, so I'm so not going to speak for him. I shouldn't, but he will probably no, no, be yeah. out there. So, um, uh, Leah, that's her name. Leah. I finally fucking remembered. Leah wheels there all the time. She's the one from. Um, Hellenbeck. So she uh, wheels there all the time okay. with that black buggy. Leah, I can't remember her last name. Got her first name. Fuck. Leah yeah. said, whenever you come down, I'll meet you. And she had that, that two-seat two buggy on Sticky. So very sure. That's probably so, a riot at that property, too. There's so many, like, little spots you probably... Now, am I, gonna, am I gonna be able to wheel down there, or should I just ride? Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, I wasn't um, sure, like... There's plenty of like, wider stuff that you'll have no problem with. Like, the creek oh, and, and all that stuff is super fun. Um, yeah, you know, so you know, like, I still, I still know how to drive. I still, I'll still wheel. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to be like you know ruining the rest of the body. No, I mean the we whale, take Elm Street and fucking punch and all that. So, Good Evening Ranch is what happens when you shrink Roush down to I think it's like nine hundred acres or some shit like that. But yeah, it's still a good sized property. Still, it's still a huge not. property, but it's a choose your own adventure kind of property. So, like, oh, if okay. you don't want to hit an obstacle. There's a green trail that intersects with the next trail that intersects with the next trail. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's not like Windrock where so like for example, if we wanted to have Cody and Richie wheel with us, we could literally run a group. And I'm yeah. saying like a small group. If we had six rigs and two dudes were on 35s, two dudes are on 40 DOTs and two guys on 43SX stickies with LSs, you could wheel together. And yeah. still have a blast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know Cody wouldn't be there because he doesn't actually wheel. So, like, we might have a chance of Richie going down there. But we know Cody <sighs> Richie's been there. That's what I'm saying. Cody fucking hang on. 
Oh, let me bring my rig. I didn't bring it. I'm just going to go down there and not bring a rig. Jesus Christ. As an off-road podcast, wheels once every three years. Once yeah, every yeah, three yeah. years. You're ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you're going to get away from it when he moves to Arizona either. I think he's still going to I don't care. It'll, take, no, it'll take me bringing my rig all the way to Arizona to maybe shut him up. Maybe. Listen, I will, yeah, I'll give you a reach around. You go all the way to Arizona, I will know all the trails pretty quick when I get out there because I'm going to be fucking all over. Uh, all over the trails. So uh, in in Gilbertville, I was talking to Mikey the other day about this. I guess uh, Shannon Campbell Enterprises is actually in Gilbertville. Yep, yep. And, like his son goes to school there, and he drives. I know like, his a son. Badass. Yeah, he drives like, a badass G- Yeah, he got like a yeah. JT on forties. I'm like, <laughs> like it'd be cool to see stuff like that running around the streets. And there's yeah. no inspection, no inspection, so the JK can finally get a fucking LS. No inspection and um, like Craven's rule of no front license plate. Which I don't give a fuck about that shit, but and no, no inspection and no like front plate, and it's like why is plate. the front plate a big deal to Craven? Because Craven's a homo. Uh he doesn't want to have to put it on the jeep because there's nowhere to put it. Oh, anyway, I just zip it, it wherever it fits. Of, yeah, but it looks out of place. And if you get stopped, I actually got a cop busting my balls one time for that. You cannot have zip ties because they're not permanent, permanently locked into place. It has to be screws. Oh, they they get all. They get, yep, they can. They can actually give you a ticket for that. Well, that's not a. That's not a properly mounted license plate. I had a dickhead cop pull me over. I had a TJ on like thirty sevens, and he pulled me over, and I had it zip tied to the stinger. And uh, he's like, "Can't do that." Like, what are you talking about? It's clear as day. He's like, "It's not permanently mounted." And the fucker gave me a ticket, and I brought it into court, uh, and I'm like, you, "I said you've got to be shitting me." And I, and I brought it into court, and he's like, "It's got to be hard mounted." So I took a self tapping screw when I got home. Mounted it in place, took a picture, then unmounted it and re-zip tied it back where it was. And I brought it to court and showed him the picture, and the cops like, "Can you drop it?" The judge dropped it. But I'm like, "This guy's a dick." I'm like, yeah. "Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, not properly mounted?" He's like, "Yeah, zip ties are not considered properly mounted." My like, my whole thing is if my plate was permanently mounted on my bumper, it would get destroyed. It's no, already destroyed, and the zip ties break, and then it same saves here. it, and it flies yep. free, and it can be picked up, up off yeah, the you ground. End up, you end up dragging it, you end up dragging it up on their tire. Yeah. You know, yeah you see, it gets crinkled, you get to come back on an obstacle, it gets crinkled. And it turns that's into illegal, a too. You can't have a messed up plate. Mine's like, fortunately, the, the, the D-ring punched through it in a spot that doesn't have any letters. Like it, You can still read the plate, well, you can still read the but it's all fucked up. And I just, I mean, after every trip, I, I usually leave it on, and then when it gets yeah. smacked on something, it falls off, and it goes in the, in the passenger yeah. floor or in the on the dash. And then after yeah. after the trip, I put it on the ground, I stomp on it to make it flat again, and I zip tie it back on. We're good to go. That's how it is. You end up ripping the fucking thing off. Yeah. My my front plates on my garage. Yeah, it just stays on. I don't even deal with it. Oh, permanently I permanently mounted was just gonna make it. A non perm it's gonna just be sheet metal and yeah, gone and yeah. non mountable ever again. So yeah. I permanently mom out of the garage. I'm not I'm not it's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be pumped to get uh down to there where there's a lot more like there's a, there's a good amount of wheeling up here, a good amount of wheeling, but there is like extreme wheeling up there. Like it's not like hard, but like you have a lot of it. Like, yeah, like all the Arizona guys. Yeah, you have like old, like you know, dried up waterfalls, and like it's gonna be gnarly out there. 
Yeah. For, it's a whole new – it's like starting over. You know what I mean? And, and we're so yeah. used to wheeling up here and, and dealing with trees and this and that and mud. and They don't have that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's going to be nice to have like a whole new four-wheeling like – like, oh, I'm in a whole new thing. It's going to be like starting the, 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 the whole hobby all over again. Yep. That'd be pretty cool, actually. That's a good way of looking at it. I like that. Yeah, you know, and I, I love it up here. I learned to drive up here. You know, it makes us awesome drivers, and it makes us really hard workers. And when I was, you know, talking to a couple of guys, Tyler and those guys, they're like, dude, our bosses hire anybody from New England because we're assholes and we work hard. He goes, because it's just what we are. We don't even know we do it, but we're literally, we're always rush, 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 and we're fucking assholes. So, like, I never even thought of that. I'm like, well, it's kind of true, actually, because we work hard because we want to get our shit done. And, and and down south, he goes, they're so slow. It's like they're dealing with snails. And I'm like, eh, dude, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, Can we see, please you know. move on? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's fucking brutal when you get down there. So I've gone to a restaurant and waited an hour for a fucking meal. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? We, you know, um... <laughs> the other True. thing is they have this weird tendency to hire the least qualified person for the most important job. It's... Well, yeah, but they also probably don't have any people to hire. When I was out in my lab, every single job was hiring. Everything from a waitress to a truck driver to a uh, worker at the, at the grocery store to a real estate agent. Like She literally said, no matter what career you're in, you have a job. Like Everything is hiring. There's, people don't want to work. Yep. She said, there's, there's not enough people out here to work, and no one wants to work. So she goes, you can get a job doing anything. Like, every single career is hiring. And when I looked around in Arizona, I'm like, same thing. And houses are cheaper out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, at least all over 100 grand for now. So, like, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts to, like, to look out there, and I'll be able to, you know, you make more money out there, it's cheaper to live. That's, I mean, that's good for you. Like, I took a ten dollar an hour pay cut to move to where I moved, and then the housing market went insane because when I moved into this county, there was forty one thousand people in it. Now there's over a hundred and twenty thousand, and there's oh, just shit. not enough housing. So, like, if you want to buy now, the housing prices are overinflated. So that's part of why I'm looking at relocating. Uh, someplace else, just so I'm not in this county anymore because of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's up here. Like the the housing market here is it's fucking insane. When I when I saw the value of my house, it was like it came in at three hundred thousand. I'm like, I paid ninety grand for my house. Like, what the fuck? Like, dude, it's it's nuts to see what the houses are going for. And they're selling. They're having bidding wars, and they're going forty. The, my, one of our the office ladies at my work, she sold her house. There was a bidding war. She got sixty thousand over asking. Jesus oh, Christ. I'm like, what? She goes, literally, they were bidding, and me and my husband, she said, it made her, she started to cry. She goes, they got 60 grand over fucking asking for it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you were asking, she was asking like 380 or something like that. I'm like, you literally made more money, and she goes, I was already making a ton of money on it, because they've been in the house for 40 years or whatever. I'm like, dude, that's insane. Yeah, she said, right, and my sister's looking at a house, well, she just bought a house in Gardner, and at least she paid like three sixty or something like that. They they paid a lot of money for that house. That house two years ago, three years ago, would have been like 130, 150. Like it's yep. it's more than doubled everything out here in the in the housing. It's, it's yeah, that hundred thousand dollar house is no longer a thing. It's two hundred fifty, and you still have to put a hundred k into it to make it look. And, and and my house has a garage. 
Like, yeah. So none of the houses and my house is uh, zoned commercial and residential. So you can actually make yeah. a shop in my house. That's I so bought true. my house because it was commercial and residential. That's why I bought my house. I knew so, I'd always make money on. Out here, one thing I will say that's happened also is uh, this winter there was a massive like, or at the start of the winter there was a major chilling in the housing market here. So yeah. like, it used to be you know. Um, now, this is not looking in my county because I am not looking at buying anything in my county at all. But, um, so outside of my county and the surrounding areas, there, like, a friend of ours bought a place and they paid like 375 and now they're trying to sell it. And it's been on the market for what they paid for it for like four weeks now. And that used to be unheard of. Yeah, they like. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but at the same time, it's, like, good for our position, because if yeah, we want to move someplace else, you know, it's possible that we could actually make an offer under what the house is listed for. Yeah, which hasn't been that way in years, I bet you. Know. And the uh, interest rates are coming back down and all that stuff. Eh, not really, though. I heard, they, I, heard, I heard they were coming they're still very high, don't get me wrong that they're high, but at the same time, it's also, that has got its benefits uh, at the moment because it's having a chilling effect on the housing prices increasing. Yeah. So we've actually like had a couple of places that we liked out by uh, Nashville that we were looking at and one by Knoxville that we liked that we were looking at. And they were like 250000 for, you know, like a four-bedroom, two-bath, place that was like yep. 2500 square uh, yeah. on one floor yeah so cool. yeah that's yeah that was that's that's decent you know what I mean? like that's i want i'm, I'm kind of picky i want an old firehouse that's what i want i want to buy an old firehouse or an old like stucco something like commercial and, and turn it into a house. stucco sucks dude i'm just yeah it's it's all personal preference it's like a brick house it's the same you know what i mean like it's I like I like the look. I like the commercial feel and you know big ceilings and and, and all that stuff and be able to have a, an actual shop like connected to the house. Mm. You know, like I, yeah. I've always wanted a firehouse. Like my whole life, I wanted a oh, firehouse. Firehouses are cool. I'm just saying, stucco buildings suck. Uh, when I was yeah. out in El Paso, like they were telling me what it costs to repair some of them, and it's like, damn, that's crazy expensive. But they are ridiculously good at insulating. That's the point. <laughs> that's the when you get down there, and that's the thing is it's hot, you know. And, and I was trying to explain that to the wife. Like it's it gets toasty down there. Like you'll see 110, 118 degrees. Like it gets hot. It gets it's yeah. no joke. On, and I'm fat, yeah. so I understand. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm skinny by any means. So like, Graham will be okay. To, but us big guys, we cook. So <laughs> I'm like, it, it's it, but it's, it's that's the nature of the beast. But I get to, I, hey, January and February, you're not going outside in a, in a pair of shorts. You know what I mean? Like it's. Uh, well, maybe this year because the weather's been so fucked. It's the only it's, you know, yeah. I was gonna say right now. We lost heat down here um, right around Christmas time, and it was minus fifteen with the wind chill. Yeah, that's not that's cold. Uh, our so. fucking doors were freezing up, and we had like a little space heater that we were running back and forth. And what happened was the uh, the breaker blew. And then there was some shoddy wiring that was done. Shocking, I know. Um, and not to mention the heat pump is not a very efficient heating no. system for so your, cold your heat. Your heat pump, your heat pump will stop bailing around forty. 
Yeah, heat so pump, a heat pump under forty degrees, it, it's like ninety five percent ineffective. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it, your, your efficiency level is thrown out the fucking window on heat pump. Yeah, well, we install we install them at work. Um, we had the auxiliary circuit on there, you know, obviously for providing extra warmth, and that was working last year. And then we had the emergency circuit um, as well, and the emergency circuit was not properly wired. So when it tripped the auxiliary for overworking the auxiliary to fire up the emergency circuit, it took out the whole unit. Oh, shitty. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it was 38 degrees in the center of the house with the the doors were icing up. But it was funny because I had the 3D printer going and it made the room that I record the podcast in like 60 degrees. And we had a small (laughs) heater going in the other room. Yeah, and so one end of the house is like 80, one's like 60, and you have to walk through like the ice chamber. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. No, it's a, yeah, that's the, one of my friends, she moved down to, it's like south of Austin uh, in Texas there. And she had 20 degrees the other day. She's like, I have snow. I moved away from that shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's the, the weather they're getting out there is nuts right now. They're getting ice and snow and all, and all the cold. And, and we're getting the opposite. We're getting the, it's 42 degrees right now. It's almost January. Yeah, it's supposed January. to be like 60 at the end of the week. It makes no fucking yeah, sense. I don't, no. I don't understand. Yeah, I saw 50, 52 on Friday. Saturday was like 55 and some rain. I'm like, what the f-? And then next week was mild too. Next week was in the 40s. Yeah. And I was like, what the f-? Like my work, it's been, we're normally swamped right now. Like you can't even, you know, see which way is up. And we're actually like caught up. And I'm like, kind of weird. You know what I mean? I haven't been working, you know, 12-hour days. Like, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what's going on here? It's just, the weather's been so screwy up here. It's just, it's it's nuts. It's, you know, I tell her, I'm like, it's the last winter up here. She goes, good, I'm sick of the cold. I'm like, it's not fucking cold. You know that. Like, we normally have <laughs> minus I don't know, five, on Saturday, it was like five now. degrees. What do you mean it's not cold? Yeah, it was well, cold yeah, but, that, but other than that, we had, what, one or two more of those days? True. That is a You know, like, in, in the beginning of the winter, like, it's normally, like, by now, you're normally getting, like, weeks of this shit. Yeah. Where yeah. you're getting, like, single digits at night, and then it's warming up to 15, 20 during the day. It's 42, and it's 8.30 at night. Like, uh, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, it's not even freezing. Like, that that doesn't make sense. And, and rain mm-hmm. in, in, in December slash January is, is not a thing either. I mean, again, we you guys probably don't even have snow down there. We had about eight inches of snow uh, from that last big storm. So... I still have probably three, four inches in the yard. I'm sure we got like two inches of rain. So there's, <laughs> yeah. you know, we had, we did have the weather just so screwy. It's been, this year has been a whole, a whole fucking debacle for sure. So, hey, whatever. One one more winter, I'll, I'll make this winter and I'll be, I'll be good for a while. I'll be like uh, running away to the, the warmth and, and hiding away from this shit. <laughs> well, Alrighty, I think we've devolved enough. Uh, we talked about housing market and moving more than we talked really? about off-roading. No, no, is, no, no, uh, no. is there anything anything anybody wants to add, ask, before we uh, kind of end it here? Well, best of luck. That's I all I gotta say. He's still got six months. <laughs> He's not yeah, done well, yet. I don't exactly talk to Chris every day, so, you know, I'm just putting it out there now, so that way when I remember later, I've already said it, you know, yes. after it's already behind the fact. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. All the power to you. I think it's going to be really exciting, and it gives us somebody to visit when we go out west. 
Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate chatting with you. Sorry to the listeners. I know it wasn't all off-roading stuff, but, you know, with Chris, he's one of the homies. It's going to devolve into whatever. We started with the off-roading stuff, though. We started with the juicy. uh, Yeah, we did did cool things. Yeah, we talked about cool things. There was a solid hour of uninterrupted 24 hours hell and back, just about. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, Yeah, uh, I don't have a closer, so if somebody wants to slide in, feel free. Oh, if man. you're going to wheel your JK at Field and Forest, make sure that you have your own winch. Um, you know, never mind. I totally botched that. I had a really good idea in my head, and the second I started saying it, it just flopped. Does your Jeep have a suck down, Chris? Oh. Does it or no? Oh, yeah. it does not. It does okay, not. sorry, you cut out. So you yeah. don't need a suck down to wheel reds at Field and Forest. Who would have thought? Oh, no. Who would have thought? <laughs> and, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs>